Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the old drop frames. We've got the boomer crew in full effect today. We found uh, Gramps himself, the grandfather of Twitch. It's old DJ Leet. Yeah. <laughs> what is the median age for this show now? It just got bumped up by a decade, I think. <laughs> About maybe, give or take. Well, I mean. <laughs> Like DJ Wee gets he gets a lot of shit for being an old guy, and I'm thinking it, it it probably only has to do with his your hair, like being which also you know, spurs from jealousy whatever. from everyone else. Yeah, I mean, also it, like it also has to do with just randomly going out and just yelling at the closest cloud that I can find about whatever <laughs> seems to make the most sense. But yeah, yeah, yeah the hair too. Yeah, are so you yeah. are you guarded about your age, or do you are you okay with? saying i don't care anymore i don't okay i don't care so i i i don't i know like we're starting the show i have this weird thing with the internet like do you ever look at a, a username and even associate age to it ever right so like i'm just to the point now where I, my brain can't really mm. i mean in person it's something different right when you're talking to a teenager you know you're talking to a teenager but how do you ever know through the internet right so like age True. almost becomes this sort of you know construct in which you choose to follow or not it's just i don't know i don't is this well, like a DJ, total boomer take it's like you've made here's, it here's here's the thing you need to analyze the name and it's a science called carbon memeing mm. where you carbon, find the you meme go. in the name and you, you have go. to date it you know like is this a, is it a he-man meme is it a ghostbusters meme is it a battletoads meme and that will quickly be able to date the user pretty adequately most of the time. Also, yeah. if yeah. there's a Barry, I know Barry is seven. Like, I'm pretty sure yes. about that. that yeah. I've yeah. carbon memeing that, but yes. outside of that. But there's so many goddamn remakes out. It's hard. Like, I, I was true. trying to think of something like, like He-Man remade. Ghostbusters remade. <laughs> keeps getting keeps getting made. You know, like all of that shit you just mentioned. All has there is a out. giant toy battle toad in Grounded. So as you're running yeah. around oh. the yard as this little shrunken really? down person, you can come up on an actual real Battletoad figure. And the second you go in, it plays like the whole little Battletoad flourish at the beginning. It's amazing. Hmm. So, yeah, I was trying go. to think of one myself. I'm like, okay, if someone has like something mentioning Spock in there, nope, nope, yep. remade, damn it, movies got remade. They just re-released the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games. You can get them in a big pack now. That's true. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to think of what what's the next big remake that's not been announced. What Deus Ex One? Okay, you're gonna bring that into life. That's your <laughs> wow, it take long, did it? willing it into existence. Yeah, yeah I that like was where top Bakamik of mind is for in, Co. in your chat, JP Thundercats. They haven't yeah. done Thundercats yet. SWAT. No, they have. They have. They actually have. They've remade oh. Thundercats. SWAT cats. Yes, they haven't I remade Silverhawks. I, I don't think. I don't even know what Silverhawks. Okay. Is. Oh, I do. Tell me. Tell you me. Know this. what I want to see? The uh, um, oh god, uh, they had the uh, illuminators or something like that. They had the staff with the with the holograms on it. Oh yeah, and like some of them could that. use vehicles, and some of them could turn into things. Visionaries, I think it's visionaries. What it was called? What the fuck? This is actually a boomer show. I don't know what that is. That was before <laughs> my time, and I'm old. <clears throat> No, uh, I'll, okay. Yeah. Uh, every time I, I've I've mentioned this show a few times, and a few people have been gaslighting me into thinking it doesn't actually exist. Does anyone yeah. remember the old show Mask? Oh yeah, Mask. absolutely. Okay, they had the little uh, like you, you could, like attach shit all over their bodies. Yeah, and like they had that gas figures. station that was like transform into like a base and stuff, and they go down into it. It was so cool, man. Oh, Mask was, was the same era as Silverhawks. How do people not yeah, know yeah. Silverhawks? Yeah. Was Mask an acronym? 
Like what? It was it was yes. M dot A dot S dot K dot. What did it stand yeah, for? It awesome. Okay. Well, the person that says it in chat is definitely a boomer, like for <laughs> sure. So whoever, you know, calls themselves out for that. Yeah, I'm I'm waiting Mobile to see. Mobile Armored it's... Strike Command with a K. Can oh. I get the fuck oh. Out? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Cool before Mortal Kombat there right there. Yeah. So you guys got to get on the latest and greatest memes. Do you, I I think we might know about this. I there's no chance in hell Co or Zeke do. Do you know who oh, if I go. say the word fulcrum, do you know who or what I'm referencing? I believe that's a rapper, JP. Oh my god. Only because of my actual kid. fulcrum. Oh, your kid watch, dude. I got in trouble I'm, with Aaron because I was like, uh, "I'm not going to say the the kid's name." Uh, Aaron's daughter. Do you know who Fulcrum is? <laughs> no. Oh man, he's great. You sh you should. I did it for like 30 minutes, and then we got home, and Aaron's like, "What's Fulcrum?" And it's like, "Oh, it's a guy that just smokes a shit ton of weed and <laughs> <laughs> goes on YouTube and records himself asking uh, if we should go to Yodi Land." She's like, why the fuck would you tell me about that? Yeah, they can see all sides of the universe. It's great. Yeah, yeah. So you know, you know, because uh, of your your son who uh, Fulcrum we, is. We we are we're definitely a meme sharing family. Yeah. Um, and so, um, I we rely on many to uh, to make sure that we're up to date on all the you know Got humor. It. So you you have uh, a cheat internet. code, a child, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And it's funny because it's not always because he necessarily likes it. It's also because he might just be like, have you seen this dumb shit yet? <laughs> yes. It's like, oh, uh, exposed so, to it. Yeah. 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 I mean, he has introduced uh, vocabulary to us that I was like, I didn't know about that. He, you know, I, I was not familiar with like what a, what a piss baby is. And, you know, now I know what a piss baby is Is that just like a whiner or a cry like a pretty much yes. yeah okay yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay but I, like i i hadn't heard of that before and now now it just you know yeah minnie's like yelling at his at god of war and we're just like what's up over there mr piss baby and <laughs> god damn it why did i teach you this word <laughs> nice you got you always gotta troll the kid that's that's, that's how that right. goes i don't watch those piss babies man <laughs> you gotta Tell watch what I watch I watch I'm literally backseat gaming the shit out of him though, because I'm just like, I watch him die. I'm like, why didn't you use your age? You oh, so you're just, just you repeating what the phone. NPCs are saying nonstop? Yeah. I, well, the NPCs don't go, hey, you should have hit both of your thumbsticks. So you could have just beat Sometimes that they do. Oh, oh, they absolutely do. <laughs> you should have blocked that, Kratos. Hey, Kratos, you should parry that. Kratos, you didn't parry that. Yeah. You literally, oh. after the fact, tell you, like, man, should have dodged that. And it's like, <laughs> Thank you. Is that what the big yellow ring I've seen for the seven thousandth time? Is that what that, <laughs> is that, what that means? Is that what that was? Okay. Thank you so, so much. I'm, I'm playing it off stream. Mm. Yeah. And I'm 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 vocally like out loud vocally responding. Warning. No one else is in the room but me. I'm out loud vocally warning them. Like when I'm when I'm fighting or looking at a like a puzzle or something like that. I'm like, don't fucking say it. And I find myself like saying that out loud. Like, don't do it. Don't. Don't fucking say anything. Yeah. I think I'm like the, I've, I don't know if I'm the only person. I don't mind it at all whatsoever. And I think it's just because I've been so adverse and I've had that fight with real people for 10 years now on the internet that like having an AI or an NPC do it, it's just like, well, they beat chat if to you, it. So <laughs> if you plot, 
it's fine. If you plot like how many times I fought a section to right me starting to explode in anger like if everything's going fine i don't care what the fuck they're saying yeah. but the moment that it's like this is the ninth time i've done that battle kind of like what you sure. were saying co that's Bingo. when the yeah the yeah. rage starts really hitting for that's me tough. also like some of the times they do it are are just so mind-numbingly obvious like there's this one there's this one part where and i think i talked about this last week where you're with freya and there's like this thing there's two islands and this this thing you have to hit with your axe. Yeah. You walk up to the side to jump across and she goes, Hey Kratos, may want to hit that with your axe to, to put in a better position. The second you your feet land on the other side, maybe you should try hitting it from that side. And you hit it from that <laughs> side. Hey, maybe you want to swing back across? And then when you swing back across, she goes, Hey, you want to go down that bridge that we just opened? It's like, girl, shut the f <laughs> I give me two seconds. Give me two seconds. Just just let me act for a minute without telling me where to go or what to do yeah oh my god i've man. i've made it a, a fun part of the game now to try and finish the puzzle before an npc says anything and a lot of times <laughs> i'll finish the puzzle and then as we're progressing past it the npc is still saying the backseating line like that's happened two or three <laughs> times where the line is so long of like what you're supposed to do <laughs> that as we're progressing past it they're saying whatever <clears throat> you're supposed to do so that's where i found my fun with it but yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk. God of War. We gotta catch up with wheat. What? Let's. We should introduce um, you. Speaking of wheat. Yeah. I do have. I do have one thing. I looked it up. I looked okay. up your wiki page. Oh boy. <laughs> DJ Wheat, and mm -hmm. it says born, nineteen seventy seven slash seventy eight. Keep it a mystery. Years. Keep it a mystery. Don't say. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna say. Like really? I wanted to bring up the fact that that you're only like three years older than me. And people use that as a resource to write papers and shit. Like, come on, come on. That should know, be right? an easy fact check, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, JP. I was looking uh, at your Wikipedia. I'm, I didn't. I, the I can imagine that. Nebraska. We, we, it's like it could be an easy fact check. Oh, so when were you born? He's like, oh, you know, 77, 78. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't remember. I'm don't so give old, the info. I've just forgotten now. Yeah. yeah. The wiki editor I is would... waiting, but he's not going to get it. They're not going to get I was it. halfway out on December 20 or December 31st. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly it was right. a long labor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, wheat, uh, introduce Just yourself his own for folks that, uh, Hi, uh, I'm DJ wheat. I used to come on the show and say, Hey, I work for Twitch. That's uh, true. I don't anymore, which a lot also of people true. still are like, Oh shit. I didn't know that. But, uh, I left Twitch. I took a break. I got really, really bored during the break and then i joined a game development company so you know i i mean right i'm just i'm kind of going back all in so yeah um i you may have seen me on roleplay you may have seen me on previous episodes of dot frames maybe eight bits uh, but it's nice to be back to the the channel gentlemen so thanks for for having me yeah well um other than that you know many wheats a little bit older i'm got a little bit more gray um but love and life and uh you know just been good Awesome. I like awesome. that you still use the same backdrop as well after all these years. Like it's pretty uh, similar. So, <laughs> you know, the the backdrop for me is everyone always, you know, was like asked about it. But here's the thing that I love about the backdrop. Uh -huh. You know, you're streaming and some like super rando comes in and they're just like, oh, I see your Stormlight books on, you know, over your shoulder. Oh, God. That's and like, trigger I word. will... I will basically just stop 
everything I'm doing to then talk Stormlight with that person. And so it's just a great entrance into whether someone's like, oh, girls, I love that comic. Like, oh, yeah, have you read this, 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 this? The number, it's, I'm like pretty selfish in it because the number of great books, comic, television, movie recommendations I've gotten because someone's looked at my shelf and said, I like that too. Did you like this? So I keep it up, man. I mean, I can raise the green screen, but I just like to nah. keep it real with, you know. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I absolutely attribute two years of my life spent with Twitch Studios touring around to one single conversation I had with you about, I think it was Crossed. Like, I, oh, yeah. I mentioned comic books because I was, I came prepared because we went to your hotel room. Uh, it was uh, like my first, my first time. <laughs> yes, like, we did. Trying. I like, went to your hotel like room. Yeah, yeah, this is one <laughs> and, of those uh, uh, I, I was out of place because everybody was, I, I was like, no, thank you. You can pass it to the person next to me. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I also like you, you went out on the balcony. I was like, this is my chance. I'm going to get myself in good. Like did my research. I was like, Hey, I heard you like a comic book. So well, what do you read now? And I, I already knew. I was like, I knew, I know. What <laughs> and you're like, Oh, this, this could be cross. I was like, crossed. And we started talking about it. Started talking about saga and like preacher and all that shit. And I attribute that one conversation to getting me like, you know, all this, all those interviews we used to do and shit like that. Was that live? Just that story. One moment in time. 2014? Yeah. 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 yeah probably right. 2014, 2013. Yeah. yeah. See, that just goes to show you, man, preparation meets opportunity. That, <laughs> like, yeah. You had your, you had everything in order. You knew exactly what you were doing. You saw the opportunity and truth. It's awesome, yeah. man. Plus, I'm a total it. sucker. It. If you just you mentioned comics or Stormlight, and you know, I'm just like, oh, we're God, we're fucking best friends, man. Like, I mean, <laughs> you know, so it's I've got an easy, easy key to open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and it, it, it worked out because like I was just using you to climb like higher. Of and course, higher you were. Yeah. Like a go, yeah. and I didn't care because I was know, using you. So <laughs> it was just serendipitous that we became friends. That like you know we <laughs> were friendly after that. Like. But, oh good okay yes. good so I, I didn't have to just step on him to get where i want <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile this guy named stormlight 959 is freaking out of my chat right now he's like i love this guy <laughs> huge fan huge fan yeah he's read it 59 times he just makes a new account no dude like that was i was i was a little bit of a similar situation like when i first when i first got to talk to you it was it was like this is the fucking intel guy this is the guy who did our contest. Like, who, <laughs> the who Intel guy. And then, that's like, to my right. That's right. The next yeah, half life right. guy. I forgot that you. Yeah. I know you. The yeah, other both Intel voice was yeah. was Anna to my right. Like she was standing there too, and I was like, "Oh yeah. my god, these are these are like the higher ups." I'm, <laughs> I, I might be in. <laughs> I play my cards oh, right. I don't even. Yeah. I can't even recall. I, I'm trying to think of my first meeting with Wheat, uh, but it. I don't. I don't know. It, it was like 2011, 2010, nine, nine ten, something like ten. that. It had to have been 10. Yeah. It had to have been 10. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. It had some I, I was actually, event, probably. I, I was just thinking the other day, um, for some random reason, um, when I first met Co, which I think was at a 2014 Sony event. Oh. Was that, was it, or maybe it was 2012. It was an even year. 
and it was in <laughs> Vegas, and it was an SOE event. Oh yes, dude, that was the the, that the, the Sony SOE online thing with EQ. All that yeah, stuff. yeah, man. Yeah. Oh wow, wow. That was like me and me and Eloheim and that whole crew were there and hanging out. That was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, long ass time ago. Yeah, yeah. ten. That's yeah. actually ten years at this point. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So I anyway. got so messed up I couldn't go to the keynote. I had to like hobble my way to the keynote there. Well, you were in Vegas, so you know that's <laughs> I fine. was. That's how it was, it, it was it was bad. I like had double vision the whole time. I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> that's Vegas. That's well that's gaming convention. That's EQ, baby. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what happens with gaming conventions oh, that occur. And now Vegas. that convention doesn't exist anymore. That company doesn't exist. Yeah, does anymore. that does SE SEO Gone. even like exist? On any no, level, no, S S O E got, or SOE, got yeah. dissolved into Daybreak, and right. since then, and Daybreak is just owned by a money company, and since <laughs> then, Daybreak has been split into like three different companies, and now now, now EverQuest and stuff is Darkpaw, so you know it's it's the whole it's, thing. wait it's, it's Darkpaw it does have like yeah Jeez. yeah I think I think EverQuest is run under Darkpaw, and I think Planet Side has its own spinoff, and then I think the main company is still doing like an H one one thing, or I'm not sure. Oh, it's not called that anymore. They changed the name, right? I don't even know. Weird. All over the place. All over the place. My company's been dismantled, compartmentalized, shifted. <laughs> yeah, which is sad. I mean, EQ is yeah. It's a brand deserves some respect on it. <laughs> still going, man. It's still still going, going. They're yeah. still every every year they put out new servers. And people, That's wild. I'm one of them. Just keep going back. Yeah. Nostalgia's a hell of a that little hit of nostalgia. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's how it goes. Oh man. Wait, how tired are you? Are talking about uh, Twitch? Is that is that? Like I'm not the at one all. It's like, wow, well, no. you, you're no longer at Twitch. What's that like? No, not at all. Because now I get to talk about it from a different perspective, and I get to talk about a lot of my experiences there that I hadn't necessarily been had, you know, an opportunity to talk about before. So, um, and it's clearly something. And this was for me after I left Twitch, right? The the one thing that I came away from is like, God, I. I still love this platform. I still love the content I watch on it. I still love watching esports on it. I still love doing shoes, shows on it. I still love streaming. I just don't love working there. So, <laughs> you know, it works out pretty, pretty great. Um, you know, did my 10 years and I, I have a feeling that no matter what, like it's always, it was such a huge part of my life. So it's always going to be yeah. a big part of my life sometime. And I think right now, like Twitch is going through another like wild, wild transformative era. And I'm just, you know, I'm like interested because, you know, you know, this is like, we've literally watched it grow up around us and, and it's going wild places still. So uh, I, I'm not sick of it at all. No. Okay, good. Cause that's it, all we're going to talk to you pretty... about. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> I think it's pretty telling that you that you said said it like a prison sentence like I did my 10 years man I'm I'm good now I'm ready to get on with my life it's true yeah it is true although it's more like the last three four years that felt more like prison Mm. so it was like you know it was it was it was basically like Willy Wonka's you know chocolate factory and then like after year six it's like wait a second there's some weird shit going on in here <laughs> maybe this place isn't Where's as wonka? cool as i, I need wonka or, back you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly exactly what uh for and you honestly it's oh go ahead it, 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 it well it feels like it's interesting because you got the inside the inside look on the the kind of behind the scenes slow conversion from the product of twitch being 
quality streaming service for the community into a platform to make money. And we've mm -hmm. talked about that many times where it's like, you know, that's kind of the natural progression of big companies, especially ones that have been bought by monolithic companies. Like that's the natural progression. Yeah. But like you, you have a very uh, unique look at how that whole yeah. machine changed behind the scenes. Because from our, our point of view, we only got to see the effects where you saw right. the actual things that caused the effects. Right. So, yeah. Right. I Correct. really hope you write a book one day, to be honest. I, I mean, um, I, it would be really interesting to write a book from the perspective, even if there's a chapter, on terms of like what Twitch could have been. Um, because look, I say that, but I still love Twitch and it's still great. I'm still going to use it. I, you all use it. Yeah. But, um, it is very true and hindsight's 2020, but I think with uh, visibility into those things that you're talking about, Co, it is really very clear to me now, especially having gotten a chance to reflect and not being so close to it and looking back on everything. Like I can actually name, and I'm not going to name these names, but one day Save I'm sure I will. Book. Like That's there <laughs> are absolutely probably three or four people that I would attribute to that massive transition. Um, only one of them being a Amazon to Twitch refugee. Uh, the other three just being, in my opinion, like really shitty hires that that did more damage than they ever did good. And uh, so it, it is, it's fascinating, right? And uh, I'm not surprised where it is, but it, I'm a little sad because I think it could have gone a completely different direction. I think a lot of the problems that Twitch faces right now could have been, if not solved, at least tackled at a point in which they wouldn't have gotten so nutty. But yeah, uh, yeah, I can't I can't wait to get uh, you know uh, Motley Crue's book, uh, The Dirt. Like they talk <laughs> about all of the thing. I want to see that Twitch book from DJ Wheat. I want to see the Dirt book. Like, I wanna, <laughs> like you have no fucking idea what was going on. Like. <laughs> Well, it, I mean, uh, it wasn't was a lot like of nefarious things. acts. It was just countercultural acts, right? Uh, it, it was, it was, it was I, yes, JP. And that's fair. It was definitely, it, it was, I mean, you're talking about a company that literally said our number one value is creator first and built what Twitch is from a technology and community perspective using just that. So really at the end of the day, it was people coming in that was like, well, I can interpret creator first but I don't actually know what the fuck that means. <laughs> and like them sure. using their playbook, right? And and the other part about it too, is that listen, and, and anyone who's here in chat, who's a part of this industry will, will tell you and agree. In the tech industry, there's this like, weird incestuous circle that that kind of takes place and eventually you get to a point where it's like you work at facebook you or meta you work at twitter you work at uber you work at and and twitch like when it became one of those companies like th people just came in that they could give two fucks what twitch was what it did how it worked etc yeah. yeah and that was right that's when i think twitch started going like my soul it's being you know like trying to push it back into itself because it, every single person that got hired in that regard just kind of seemed uh to suck away a little bit more of that soul so yeah it's it's super interesting you say that because we we've had that exact conversation about game development where like the companies start like super passionate about their product and then all of a sudden you know they bring in that one guy it's not there because he cares about games he's just there because it's a good upward mobility he's there for the money and then he brings right. his two friends in that aren't there for the games they're there for the money and then you know you yeah. blink 
and all of a sudden your board is all there <laughs> for the money and nobody cares about games anymore. They're just there to churn out money. That's what it kind of feels like with Twitch. Like, you know, when, when especially with the Amazon acquisition, it was no longer about Peter First. It was about Amazon is not a charity. Amazon bought Twitch to make money. Like they didn't buy Twitch because they were like, yay, creators. They bought Twitch because they were like, we want this number on our bottom line to go up. And we're going right. to put people in the company that will make that go up. And kind of like, that's all we care about. That's why we bought, that's why we paid so much money. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. The, the scary part about that, Co, <sighs> is that, you know, people will tell you, oh, well, that's the natural evolution. And I call mm -hmm. bullshit on that, right? Because my thoughts and feelings are is that I don't think those two things are mutually exclusive. I, I, oh, I, I think yeah. you, but you can find yourself in a position where it's like, oh shit, the, the, the scales of balance have tipped, right? And now it's really tough to get back. But uh, I think to a lot of people and even some in chat just said, you know, that, that's, it's bound to happen. And it's like, I disagree because I think what Twitch had early on was so unique um right i i don't see a ton of companies that have that same um uh you know that that have sort of that that same um you know effect on the era of technology the internet the sort of culture that that builds around it how that bleeds in the mainstream i think that was really unique so you know you would think people would want to uphold that and try to protect the integrity of that as much as possible but some people just didn't some people saw it as a stepping stone to like whatever the next company was yeah i feel like i feel like it that requires such strong leadership like it's it, you you need you need nailed it, it. like the real yeah. one of the reasons i caught when i I've, I've used that exact term natural evolution of companies but like in in the reason i use that term is because i feel like it's the easy way out like that's it's it's kind of like like the path of water is for large money-making companies to attract the people that want to make money. They don't really care about the product. They're just there for the money. So it becomes, it's like the larger you are, the more you have to fight, uh, you have to fight uphill. You have to, you have to fight up the tide, you know, because you have all these other forces working against you. Yeah. So you need to have like yeah. a rock solid core or leadership. And uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it becomes clear and clear how hard that, that is depending on the company. Larian Studios is a good example. Like Larian Studios could have, easily at this point with all their success sold out but you see them continue to move forward they still keep their core you know people there they have their the face of their company sven has always been like super rock solid about their cores and principles and what they deliver and stuff like that and it's like and look at their company they're great and we and then in the opposite half half you have cdpr which i mean they literally said it's our investors fault yeah it's investors, this happened yeah. Yeah. it was it because of our investors that this happened and we're sorry and it's like well, I mean, you can only be so sorry about that when you're the one that took the money, you know, like there's, yeah. you know, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you get, anyway. uh, like, when, when you're talking about strong leadership and stuff, it just reminds me, I don't know if you guys know about the, the Arizona iced tea CEO. He's like, it's going to be 99 cents. These cans of Arizona iced tea are going to be 99 cents for as long as we can fucking handle it. <laughs> and everybody's like, Arizona iced tea, yay! <laughs> you know, like... But the board the and the board is like, no, come on, let's do one. Let's do one thirty. Let's do one thirty. You know, over a year, the profit margins no. increased by no, we're doing right. that. One nineteen. There's still a nine. There's two ones. <laughs> like that's lower than another yeah. nine. Yeah. Apparently, uh, Costco hot dogs too. Like oh, <laughs> I didn't know yeah. that was a thing. That was a thing, huh? Jeez. Costco two, hot dogs two forever. forever. Yeah, that's what nice. my chat's saying. Yeah. Um, but it brings up that the larger point of like. Um, I don't know that there is a business uh, 
out there that can like without someone at the very very tippy top like just saying no uh to like you know raising prices or whatever because it's when you post your quarterly earnings you want it to be a plus percentage like we earned more we earned more you usually more. do yeah and that is a <laughs> finite process man yeah it's yeah. a finite process until you break the backs of those who are trying to make you more and then it's gone and then it just crumbles it yeah. sucks yeah and i don't want to see that i just want to see someone at the top of twitch going we're making enough money now we don't need <laughs> to, to post any like more earnings we're doing enough earnings so yeah let's I, keep you know, doing that for as long as we can like yeah. you know what it's like sucks, building though. onto a boat tough to like, do oh, when you guys put all these amenities on a boat <laughs> when you have to start chasing the dragon though that's yeah. the problem and that's the situation twitch is in where it's like you buy all these assets you hire all these people you balloon out all this stuff and then all of a sudden you're not in the black anymore and you have to expand 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 and then all of a sudden you're not expanding fast enough you have to start making sacrifice 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 and it's like we can find ourselves in this position where it's like being you having to kind of like like dj wheat earlier was saying you have to like you start bleeding your soul out to make sure that bottom line starts meeting and it just gets worse and worse and worse as you see well yeah you know <laughs> it uh it doesn't help when you spend you know upwards of a hundred million dollars for you know the rights to the overwatch league <laughs> and uh, you know the, that's the, what i'm the talking about that is like yeah. yes it, it that is that, that is works true out. And, um, you know, I think there were so many cases where like Twitch, unfortunately, it's like, oh, shit, we didn't mean to dig like this five foot <laughs> right here in the ground. I guess we did. Like, you know, all it needs is another foot and then it's a grave. So sure. Sure. Uh, yeah. It is wild, though. How many people think that Twitch is like this giant profit engine and they're just like, why don't they just stop running so many ads? Why don't... It's because they spend so much money. Like they yeah. have to do what they're doing yep. because they're they have to meet well, the bottom line. It's it's an interesting and, and we'd i'd love your thoughts on this it's the idea that like if the site is doing well or doing better or seeing growth it's actually costing twitch more with that growth right to serve the the needs of the viewer in terms of like the servers to watch yeah yeah, yeah. i mean look it's it's like very simple there's like a universal truth that you either go and do a lot of research or you accept delivering near real time live video globally is fucking expensive. You know, if you could actually see the amounts of data that Twitch pushes on a daily basis, and you're absolutely right, JP, it doesn't matter. You know, yeah, if you've got 50,000 people or 2000 people or five people, you know, there's so much that goes into that. That five person streamer is still getting four different trans codes as it gets sent out and propagated. And it's, I mean, it's a technological feat. It really is. And so we look at Twitch and we're like memes and chatters and streaming and it's great. But if you strip all that shit away, people look at it and go like, holy shit, dude, this network is fucking incredible, right? And that costs a lot of money. So you're right, yeah. Co. It's like you expand to this region. Shit, we need more pops here. We need more data centers here. You expand here. You've got, you know, look at LATAM. It's blowing up. You got to install, put all this new stuff in. SEA, it's, um, it gets real expensive. So yeah. it might look like a lot of money's coming in. And it's true. There is a fair amount of money coming in. But guess what? It's like going out just <laughs> a lot just, of money just going hits the out, tube yep. and goes right back out. Yeah. yeah in one side yeah, out exactly. the other. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, I had a question regarding going back to kind of employees and people coming in from the outside that, you know, this idea that creator first was such a, uh, like company mandate. Is it, or was it in your, um, experience, was it harder to create a good, a quote, good employee, which is, I guess your idea of what a good employee is from a creator coming into the company or from an outsider coming into the company, learning creator first, like, is that transition harder for one? That's such a great fucking question because the, the, I, I think the answer is, um, it's really hard to say one either way, right? Like, I think that in, in so many cases, um, right. Unicorns is the term that normally there, you know, you're, you're looking for someone that just has that perfect balance, right? Like, I mean, I, I would like to think as myself as someone who has that balance, I can look at it from a business perspective, look at it from the creator and community perspective. Aaron has all, you know, she very much is that, but did every single person who had like that strong community and, and did they have the, you know, the, the like corporate environment and like the business chops to succeed, you know, there were just as many that failed there that came in with like a great skill set that didn't understand the, the concept and idea of Twitch. So they struggled. So it's a struggle either way. I would say that it probably is easier for someone who's invested in the vision to like improve in their Right. I, I, I know how to do these tasks. I know how to solve these problems. I know how to write papers, right? That stuff yeah. all takes still time and experience to build and, and really get, get good at. Um, I think it's harder to convince someone who isn't already convinced like, no, Hey, like sit down and look at how special this is. Right. Cause the only way I ever saw that transition happen is if someone actually got on Twitch, like found someone that they really liked and was like, Oh shit. Like I, I get it now, right? I'm subscribing to this person. It's like, oh my God, we're having a conversation. Look, we're playing games on Sunday. When when someone came in and they were kind of clueless to Twitch and then had that epiphany moment, amazing things would happen. But fuck, man, it's hard. Imagine how hard it is just for a normal viewer to come in and get like Twitch, right? It looks like the the um idiocracy TV screen where it's just like <laughs> 50,000 things. Like, how do I choose? How do I, and then finding someone that like speaks to you, that's a hard thing. So it's just as hard for an employee on the inside. But um, ultimately it was the unicorns. I think that, that right. Uh, kind of helped always maintain that balance until unicorns were like, we're going extinct. Yeah. Is, is, uh, <laughs> do the unicorns still exist at Twitch then is, is, I guess there's my a couple follow-up? still. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a couple that actually there's quite a few. I think the difference between now and let's just say then is that, um, you know, and I didn't always, I didn't always like, but I had a, I had a relationship with Emmett. I had a relationship with leadership. I had a, 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 a tenure at the company And so I felt pretty comfortable like walking into an office or like sending an email that could be considered like kind of spicy or, or maybe even like, I don't want to say condescending, but in support, but it's challenging. Let's just call it challenging. And I think a lot of people who still have that, that spirit, uh, and, and sort of are that unicorn don't have that same level of confidence in being able to do that, which means that their voices tend to right? Not be heard. 
Yeah. Um, and yeah. I don't blame them, right? Like that's a, that's a scary thing. Like I, the only reason I could email Emmett the COO is because, or CEO is because, right. We used to like work back to back at times and, and would meme and, to, and there's just a level of comfort you build up over time. And that's just not there with some of the people that I think are really still fighting the good fight. Sure. Yeah. When do you think I personally? Oh, no, no, no. By all means go. Okay. I, I, I personally felt like the, the, uh, dissolving of, of Twitch studios and the reasons like I heard, uh, like, I don't, I wasn't obviously on the inside. I was, you know, hired help, but like, it seemed to me like it's a, it's a reasoning I've heard before where you what uh, doing like doing uh, improv and stuff where like you rent the space from the bar and the bar is like they can't see how much like you're actually making because of word of mouth and because of you know like you're just having a presence like twitch studios had a presence at pax at comic-con at all this stuff and there's no number like you can't like you're, say yes yes yeah you can't yeah. like you know point out like this brought us not only eyes from places that might not have ever seen us goodwill like people like oh twitch is here oh that's great you know that kind of shit and they took yeah. that they like dissolved that and it's no longer a thing and that to me was like okay that was a yeah. signal to me like they're only looking at the bottom line now they're not seeing how much this is actually benefiting twitch uh in the long run there's two things there zeke so the first thing that's really interesting is like um, so first off, yes, right. We're talking about like qualitative and quantitative data, right? Numbers mm -hmm. that you can read from a spreadsheet and then data that you get because someone told you, or this is their opinion, right. And, um, or, or this is what has happened. So one of our challenges at Twitch studios was always like, how do we know that this, uh, qualitative data that, you know, like someone saying, oh my gosh, thank you for, you know, I'm a game dev. Thanks for showing our game on stream, or I'm a creator. Thanks for featuring on Twitch weekly, or thanks for doing this or, or, you know, the, um, right. Like you can collect that, but how do you interpret that? And we were always looking for ways to try to create, uh, or, or analyze and figure out where is the, uh, quantitative data and all this. And the funny thing is, is that, you know, I don't know if anyone knows this, but the amount that Twitch studios cost to run versus like any other department within the fucking whole company. Like I always knew that if you put up a giant price tag, you're immediately right. Laser eyeballs. Like what is this $15 million going for? Like in the time that I ran Twitch studios, I maybe spent maybe like $2 million, maybe $2 million. That's E3, all the events, all the shows we did, like all that, all that shit. Now, a lot of the cost is actually in the employees, right? Like that is, that's fair. But even from that perspective, right, you're absolutely right that the qualitative data largely was ignored for a very long time at Twitch. And it shouldn't be a surprise when your CEO is like engineer minded. Right. Because what do you think he's looking for from everything? Um, also, just like to give a shout out to my new company, when I went into Fortis, one of the things I said is like, listen, if you want me to run community, you have to uh, you, you, you have to give me commitment that our 
qualitative data is just as important as the quantitative data. And they're in 100%, right? I think if you believe in community, you believe that. You understand that you can't run uh, or look at a community or develop a community just using spreadsheets. It's, it helps. It's great. It gives you all sorts of shit. But you also have to be able to read the room and understand why that qualitative data is just as important. Anyway. Um, and I like to your credit, I will say like you cut corners like wherever you could. You paid your host as little as possible. <laughs> it was <laughs> I mean, let's you you recruited you recruited the lowest forms of talent. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, you, you, you reached to the bottom on the air, dude. The bottom like, of the barrel, yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> man, that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. By the oh, way, man. um, I know we're talking about Twitch right now, but before before this day is done, uh, please give us a full rundown on this new game dev company you're working for. Sure. Uh, yeah, sure. Going that out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. We'll we'll definitely. Um, I think the like first segment of the show will definitely go a little long, so we'll get it in towards the uh, the end of that because I'm I think just like Co. Uh, that's the first time I've heard the game uh, company name. Uh, you mentioned it to me, I think, in passing, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And I went to the site, and it's like, "I have no idea what this is." And I'm sure you get that a lot. <laughs> nice, <laughs> when people when, nice. When, yeah, when look it just up, like so. the Twitch days, right? Like, what the yeah. fuck is this Twitch thing? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, for you, what was the uh, what was like the first moment where you looked around and you were like, "Ah, oh, shit, it's changing." Like, how early on was um, that? Um, it probably was like 2016, 2017, where it was one of those things, JP, where you could kind of feel that things were changing, but it was really hard to put your finger on it. Right. Like, I, I mean, you know, a lot more meetings behind closed doors, less understanding, even from a, you know, company wide communications perspective, like what are this like what does amazon care about what do they you know what do they want us to do? is there anything we could do better like that sort of thing um so i i really i don't know if there's an exact moment but i do think that like 2016 i think planning for twitchcon 2017 was definitely a moment where i'm like oh my god dude you know, like partially because some of the shit that people were suggesting for like, TwitchCon. Oh my God, we're talking full on Captain Picard, like just face palm. <laughs> it is just was like, that, what in the fuck are I'm you trying to think timeline wise? Was that the blow up year for Ninja or was that 2017, 2018? Um, like, I'm trying to put no, what was, you're saying about TwitchCon in terms of, like, what was happening on the site in terms of creators. No, I think it was just more like, look, here's the thing. Not that that's, not people, that that's the cause and the effect, in, but just for timeline-wise. Actually, a great, great, one of the things that I love about this new company is I'm getting a chance to talk to game developers that have been in the business for a long time. And one of them, who is a game director, he was telling me the story about working on Sims 2. And uh, one of the okay. things that he was telling is like his leader at the time came in and was like, you know, why can't you just add guns to, to like the Sims, <laughs> right? Like why, why couldn't you just, and, and so he had to sit down this guy and basically say, because that's the game that you want to play, 
and we can't make the game that you want to play. We need to make the game that the players want to play. And that's why we must talk to the player. I'm like, hey, I hear you loud and clear. So imagine that people came into the TwitchCon planning and they wanted to plan and create an event that they would enjoy, not the event that Twitch partners, creators, affiliates, et cetera, would enjoy. And man, to say this to anyone was basically like telling them to go fuck themselves, which I did pretty regularly because I was like, <laughs> we're not building the show for you. Yeah. We're building a show for the Twitch community, you know? And I just imagine and, like the, the like producers of the Titanic, like what if it didn't sink? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I mean, that's such a downer, such a bummer that the, that the ship sinks. What if it didn't? What if we put that movie out? I bet I bet a lot of people would like that movie. <laughs> yeah, I you know, and so it's it's so interesting because we all have biases. Like I get it. It's it's you know, it's being a part of being human, but it was so just wild how much people couldn't understand that that was what was happening. You know, and it was just so obvious to me because I'm just like head tilting like what, what? What makes you think that this is a good, you know, like it kept proving to me, you people have no idea what Twitch is, why people watch Twitch, why people stream on Twitch, what, you know, what it means for someone to meet their community or for someone to meet, you know, vice versa. Is there it, any it way really fascinating. you could tell us one of those suggestions? <laughs> um. So do you guys remember Twitch talks? Like uh, it was, uh, it was it's like the fireside chat stuff. Uh, the, it was, they were for TwitchCon, which was sort of like, all right, the concept behind it was that, you know, Hey, let's take you three, like JP, Zeke and co you're not necessarily going to go to a panel unless you are on a panel because you know, like you're, you're pretty much veterans. You know, a lot of people learn from you. You're not necessarily, I mean, you are learning from it, but so there was this idea and thought, which I don't disagree with. But it was like, who is inspirational to the top creators, right? Who would the top creators go and see, right? As Got a concept on paper, I, I like this idea. I, I like it. But then it came to, right, like suggesting who those people are. And that's where, you know, you started putting your head back and be like, wait, what? Like, how the fuck do you think Hasselhoff got on the stage at TwitchCon Europe. Did you guys know that before he went on and they realized, like the team realized how badly they'd fucked up? Do you know who had to go in and sit down with David Hasselhoff and try to not make him have a disaster on stage? Me. <laughs> I had to clean up their fucking mess because they were all too pussy to, to do it. And, you know, because like you, when Hasloff came in, he was half drunk already. Oh, Clearly everyone was like, this is going to be a goddamn disaster. So instead of just putting on my, I told you so hat, I was like, could you need me to fix the disaster that you, so, you know, worked so hard to push through? Um, it was a nightmare, right? There was another, there was another moment where they were like, we're going to get Keanu Reeves. And I'm like, okay, why? And they're like, well, he, because everyone loved him during. Because he's E3. trendy, yeah. Yeah, and and so I'm like, so you want to you want to blow, you know, a quarter of a million dollars for this 45 minutes that might happen when you could use that in 30 other ways for more community focused thing that would have like a larger impact than just you know, but but it's Keanu Reeves, wheat. <laughs> 
Like what, what part don't you understand? Right. All right. So it we, was a, that's I, mean, I gotta admit, example. I gotta admit, I was, I was kind of with you until this last example. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's Keanu Reeves. Look, if they would have, if it would have been different, Co. if someone would have said, Hey, <laughs> Keanu Reeves wants to give a talk on like, that's going to be super inspiring to all the creators and do all this. And he, and it's going to be $20,000. I'm like, fucking bring in Keanu Reeves. Right. But they were like, let's just burn a quarter million dollars yeah. because yeah. Keanu Reeves said, you're name. breathtaking that year. <laughs> Right. You know, maybe, maybe. Um, and most of the time you would have to have someone probably on stage guiding Keanu and in, in a conversation like that to creators. So it makes sense and resonates with the audience. Not so yeah. much that Keanu I mean, can just walk out on stage and give a Ted talk. Right. Right. There were some wins. I mean, I thought that Zeke and Kevin Smith's tech talk was, or yeah. Twitch talk was like fucking awesome. You know, it, yeah. it, and that was probably the most real that anyone who came and was on a, a Twitch talk, like was on our stage, which is ultimately, but that was hard, right? It was, it was not easy to find those people and, and bring them on. Anyway, that was just like one small example from, from, uh, from TwitchCon. There were, there were many others I'd have to, I have to get out my notebooks and <laughs> I wrote down, I documented a lot of shit that I didn't like at Twitch. So, yeah. So yeah. It, it was, more. Oh, I can't wait for the book. Yeah. The book's coming soon. It's so good. <laughs> Are you going to Kickstarter the book? Is that going to be, <laughs> let's go, go through Let's there go through go. the marketing of it uh, that you have. There you go. I like that. <laughs> I like out. it's going to be ghost written by Brandon Sanderson. So <laughs> $20 million. Wow. If you, that's great. What are you writing? Mr. S oh, we're writing a, a thing about Twitch. Yeah. And the demise of Twitch. Oh, is that part of the Mistborn as long, uh, saga? As like, what does that mean? It is in the Cosmere. We're good. Yeah. I've been sitting here trying to come up with a title for that book. And like, I was thinking like Twatch. Um, I was thinking like uh, 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 Twits instead of Twitch. Oh, Twits might work. Um, might work. You know, someone said Twitching and Screaming. That was That's a good one. I think there's a lot of good there's there's there's, would, a, there's a golden title out there that I'm I'll come up I'll get back to you on it. I would just call it uh like the untold story of zarkon.com or whatever the, the original yeah, name was. .com. Yeah. I mean, uh, I was kind of thinking something along the lines of like how to uh you know fuck up a great company in uh <laughs> you know just a few months and then Elon like completely screwed up my He's kind of got the book there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, he's going to that, that He's got the book, the movie, the TV wants. show, the you know the, hey, the documentary hey, don't so about so hard on him, man. He's brilliant. He's just figuring it out, okay? He's just figuring <laughs> okay. it out. Oh, you're you're right. Chill. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> give him some time. Yeah, yeah. It's true. How, how about just in parentheses Twitch in like Justin and Twitch, like in one one. Oh, could be, could be. Man. Just twitching. No, the, okay. The, just, just, just chatting. Uh, I'm, I'm not even go into it. The whole was that was that a fun experience with the just chatting? I mean, well, I now it's like a mainstay on the platform, but back yeah, in our day, it was, was unheard of. To push it to, I, I mean, you guys all remember there was a time where like you couldn't not be gaming. You know, yeah. I remember when League of Legends pros got so angry at Twitch because people would message them and be like, bro, you, this is a gaming platform. You have to game. He's like, I, it takes me 40 minutes to queue. Like, what do you <laughs> want me to do? You know, but this idea that, that, and actually this is a, this is around 2015 where a lot of people internally were like, you guys, 
what the fuck, man? It's okay if someone's talking about a movie or a television show before they start or this or that or talking about Connor doing this thing. Like, you know, the the whole idea that we were only ever going to always be a gaming site, like that was that was a big misstep by Twitch, in my opinion, because A, they didn't accept it. And then when they did, it was like, holy shit, look at this. This is <laughs> like, imagine that people have other subcores beyond gaming. Like this is, this is insane. Um, meanwhile, everyone's like, this is the dumbest like thing that Twitch could possibly, possibly do. Um, but the other part about it is that we realized that it would bring on a new subset of content and it would mean different types of moderation and rules updates. So it was like, if, if there would have been a two year head start where we really could have like thought about some of that and understood it and put out the right rules, right? How different would something like that be now versus then? Maybe it would have improved our discovery because we would have had like a forced function to get even more, uh, uh, uh sort of smart about how you would separate that content or represent it, et cetera. So, but that was, that, that does remain one of the, the sore spots of Twitch when it's just like, they were too stupid to realize what they had, but mm. they wouldn't allow. Mm. So it was just the idea that like it should be gaming only is, is to, to um, still what you're saying down into like a single thought. I, y yes. And I just said stupid, but I'm going to take stupid back. And I'm going to be <laughs> like, uh, I would just say they didn't have the foresight when other people in the company clearly did. Yeah. 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 Cause there's a lot of people that were like, yeah, this makes absolute sense that we would do this. Mm -hmm. um but anyway. do, do you think the like with that same kind of conversation is the are the days where content dictates where the platform is going over like is is that done with or is it still kind of what we're seeing today where the content created on you know a twitch or a youtube gaming dictates where the the company goes and kind of drives um, that I, man that that's a good form. question i, I think that I mean, clearly, um, you know, clearly there has been a massive growth, right? People know this over the pandemic, like huge growth. Um, the thing is, is like when, when you analyze that growth, um, you're talking about a completely new audience, right? It was just like suddenly two countries kind of became one and now <laughs> they're learning to live together all in quote unquote yeah. harmony, right? Or fighting, right? Yeah. Um, and, and so, uh, I think yes, JP, right. It's always going to have some effect, but who knows, right. Once like the diversity and, and, and just eclecticness of the content in general means that there's sort of now all of these little bubbles, uh, and that's sort of already existed on Twitch and, and for different games or different types, but yeah it's it's different now i the the newer audience is definitely a bit um younger than like the uh, original twitch audience now the twitch audience that started young has kind of grown up and they're you know either finding their staying with their people or also finding new people like it's it's kind of fascinating just to see how it evolves and um i don't think anyone can really predict where it will go but right now i think it's yes it's largely driven by the content on the site got it do you think, uh, like, does Twitch, in, in your estimation, and granted, you've how how long has it been since you left Twitch? Two years? Year? Uh, February. No. Okay, coming up. It'll on be a year in February. Coming up on a year. Um, nope. Do you think the like talking demographics has Twitch started to skew younger uh, in the past, like you know, since since COVID, I guess, 
in terms of in the, terms the of viewers audience. yeah yes does yeah. that change anything on on the platform from like a um employee yes, or, because, or ceo driven um when you've got a bunch of boomers that are running the company and they don't understand this new incoming generation at all it yes that's a big problem <laughs> you know like yeah. I, I mean hey, hey bill what's a piss baby <laughs> yeah, exa <laughs> exactly exactly i mean i i Can hate we get to a say piss it, baby emote can that be Even is, that, is that a good thing? Am I a piss baby? Is that we tried putting good? Kappa on a stack and they didn't like that. That wasn't a good one. The kids didn't. Yeah. What's wrong with my shirt? My 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 daughter got me this. It says I'm a fuck boy. I'm a, I am a fuck boy. So this this actually is not just for Twitch. This is for a lot of companies out there. There's two there's like two ways that companies are approaching you know the new generation of internet users either yeah. they have no fucking idea that this massive transformation is happening or they're 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 trying to understand it and so they're and trying to acclimate to this this new environment um so you know you look no further than like politics when you got a bunch of politicians yeah how do all these young and votes let's up the voting a it's because you <laughs> don't understand how all of these young voters are getting yeah. information and get you know things are happening a lot different so um i think a lot of companies are going to have a real bad time in the next 10 years as as they need to figure out new ways to advertise to this audience like relate and and uh, interface with this audience engage with this audience because it's not tv ads anymore it's not putting something on the side of a bus right and so there is such a old sort of way of thinking that people are locked into that this this whole new era is going to completely fuck them up and it's all driven by technology and the internet and it's again really fascinating to, to kind of watch and amazing how little some of these companies realize that it's coming like yeah. it's mind-boggling before i joined fortis i did consulting on community and i worked with some i mean i i, I worked with some ridiculous brands like i wouldn't even imagine in a million years i would work with some of these types of brands and i would sit in a room with the top executives of some of these companies and they were fucking clueless. Like they <laughs> had no, no idea at all. Um, and so it's going to be an interesting 10 years to watch this, this happen. Like you're going to watch a lot of companies fuck up real bad when it comes to trying to not only advertise to their existing uh, uh, consumers, but then how are we interfacing yeah. with the young, younger ones? Right. Right. Drop age ranges. Um, what in terms I mean, of ads and how that no i i oh i think uh i may i thought they were responding to the question in oh. terms of like what i was talking about gotcha gotcha but yeah. like my kid is amongst this group so you know i'm watching him and his friends and how th they you know react to things react to the politics react to brands doing different stuff and it's it's yeah. fascinating it's it's definitely interesting from like a just someone that you know i think tiktok is is what's driving a lot of technology these days where everyone wants to be a tiktok in terms of just growth and also wants to be a tiktok in terms of like how ads are operated on over there apart from like yep. the actual inserted ads which are pretty you know standardized in that but a lot of the the bigger ads on 
TikTok, you don't even realize it's an ad unless you really get into the like read more type deal. Um, and that doesn't yep. exist on, on Twitch to kind of bring it back to the platform. Like, you know, an ad is going to play on this platform because it's just like watching TV, right? There's no, there's nothing that's been like caked into the Twitch product, uh, that's unique to the Twitch product. It's just, Hey, we got some leftover ads from TV that we could just run on your platform because it's a video. Would you like yeah. that? And that's it. I mean, you guys had to have talked about this, but it it is, you know, short form content is blowing up. Yeah. Unfortunately, as a result of technology uh, kind of figuring out like how brain dopamine works and then goes, shit, we can literally deliver you a hit every eight seconds. Yeah, like we this can is fucking yeah. magical. Look at this. Unfortunately, it is literally an attention span trainer and we're training younger kids to have an, and even as a older adult, like I, yeah, I remember being a pretty impatient kid growing up. It's like, I, I can tell when technology's really got a hold on me it went based off my own habits, behaviors, yeah. et cetera. So, you know, it is fascinating to think about, uh, Twitch, which is almost completely based in long form and how for up and coming generation, not saying they aren't participating in that, but there's so much emphasis on like the short form. Um, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan. Like I, I'm not the biggest fit. Go nuts. Make short form content. It's great. But uh, like, I'm not a big fan of how it affects attention spans. And uh, yeah, well, you know, I find myself doing that exact thing almost nightly when I wind down and I'm laying in bed and I don't want to turn the TV on because my wife's sleeping. So I'll just pull out the phone and look at TikTok. My first boomer part of my brain goes like, let's go to Reddit and see what Reddit is. But then it's like, wait, that's going to take too long to find something that's going to occupy my brain. Let's just go to TikTok because the second that I open up that app, I know there's going to be something. And if there's not, yeah. oh, I just flick. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Here it is. Took 30 seconds. <laughs> and now, I'm, now yeah. I'm captivated by, I don't know, someone making a fucking cake. Now everybody <laughs> right. is catering to short form too. You got YouTube. Shorts, oh, absolutely. You got, yeah. You got, yeah. You got Facebook's with their short thing. They're all, they're all just like you were saying earlier. Uh, kind of the incestuous relationship at the top of these big companies. It's the same for the short form platforms. I mean, you have the same yeah. stars doing the same stuff to the same memes, the same dumb dances, yeah. the same dumb little music thing playing behind it. Like it's yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Well, it's, it's fascinating too, to like watch other industries almost kind of respond to that by saying like, Oh, well we're going to make all of our biggest songs just blow up on TikTok first. We're right. not even going to release a full song. We're going to release a 30 second snippet. That's then going to make everyone on TikTok do some stupid dance to it. And then we'll release the full single. And hopefully it still captivates the same audience. So then it can rise on the billboard, blah, blah, blah. And then buy ticket sales. Like it, it's, it's weird to see how every other medium is like molding to this short term content. Cause you're right. It's, it's absolutely true. Where like YouTube's copying it. And now you post you post a TikTok, then you paste that. You post that same video to YouTube, and then you post that same video to Twit, uh, Twitter. It's yeah. like a content creator. That's the yeah. the ecosystem. Is it's all just regurgitating, and it's wildly lucrative. Yes, even, I mean, like it's it's so like I, I mean, hell, I posted. Um, uh, if you haven't done it before, do it. When you're in you got a war area and there's some chimes, just keep throwing your axe at. Yeah, it. you'll yeah, know yeah. what I mean when you get there. And um, I posted a, a TikTok of that. Not. 
three days ago. It's got half a million views. Yeah. I, and and I've seen like, like and, four of that same video do exactly exactly what you just exactly. Said. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I I played through uh, Tales from the Borderlands, and literally, it's just a funny scene from Tales from the Borderlands. Four million views. It's like that's more than any of my YouTube things I've ever gotten in the years that I've had. I mean, it. I've yep. had TikTok for like it's, a few months. Yep. My it's, most viewed it's video on YouTube Co is it's short. Uh, same thing. How much conversion do you think you've gotten from four million views on TikTok? Well. Believe it or Twitch, not, if any, I, I have back to my Twitch. I have seen many people in, since I've started it, especially since I started having a few big ones say in my chat, I found you on TikTok. Really? So they're there. They're, and I, and that's just the people talking. So now granted, you know, my TikTok is literally designed as a conveyor belt from TikTok. Of course. To Twitch. <laughs> yes. All of yes, my stuff absolutely. is like, Hey, like this, come to Twitch. I stream every day but, on Twitch, 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 Twitch. But that being said, in terms of like finances and stuff, it is balls like like the zero the, the yeah. amount oh, right, right. I, I think i've made I've, I've gotten almost 20 million views total on my tiktok i think and i've made like 150 bucks. 20 million in what, like six months i would months? really love something like that yeah yeah it's but you I make would it love sponsorship. to see the conversion data just because you know what you know four million I, views is a, a lot right especially if you think about it from like a youtube perspective right but if you're getting let's say you know, this point zero 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 five of 4 million views because that app is so good at just redirecting your attention to something else, right? Yep. The only yeah. way that you're going to get that retention is if someone is like, oh, wow, like that person and want more of that, like, and then, and then makes the effort to go find it. Um, that's kind of scary to think that to reach such a small percentage of conversion or retention that you'd have to reach that many oh, for views. sure. And I'm not saying you don't have to, that's why I'd love to see the data just to better understand it. Well, what, yeah. what I could, if we go, what, what Twitch has done is if we look in our stream summary now, we can actually see views from outside of Twitch. Oh, and the new um, analytics page. Yeah. Now the only thing is though, I see that actually I don't think up that, now. I don't think it's from the page. I think it's only if it, if the stream is in the page, which it is not in TikTok. So got it. Um, okay. So that's the embedded. Yeah. Which, which I don't think it, well, so Fexter Life is basically they got they're benefiting from. <laughs> sure. Awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. 99 percent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that that is a a great point though. Uh, Wheat is like, I think the majority of Twitch streamers do TikTok because clips exist, right? And so clips just become a TikTok post with some simple editing uh brought into that but like the conversion yeah. rate is arguably a lot lower because you can just you just scroll the next thing and so i i would love to know and we'll never it's always i would love to know the information and then tiktok's not going to release that or whoever's going to not Nobody release will. that it's in no one's interest for yeah. us to know that <laughs> yeah but i would love to know like how many instances is it of seeing a code tiktok to get you to be like let's go to this person's other site offside uh, outside of tiktok right um we'd have to come up with our own like crazy ways our only our like, scheme do, like do, say a private word do a daily do a daily giveaway and oh. at the end of the tiktok have the day's keyword be there yeah. so then you know that the people coming and put entering the keyword came from tiktok to your twitch channel sure like you could do like there, yeah. there have to be like weird crazy ways to do that and even yeah. then there's you know all sorts of reasons it's, it wouldn't work but uh, I, I feel like it gets um 
I don't know what the word is over discussed over talked about. And, and he definitely gets put up on like a streamer pedestal, but like watching Mr. Beast do TikTok and seeing how he interacts with that platform and brings that over to the rest of his content mm-hmm. is very fascinating. Cause essentially, and, and you've seen like, uh, I think Ludwig is, is capitalizing on this as well. And uh, like Hassan and, and anyone that has like a pretty large podcast, They'll just go and be on as many right. podcasts as possible just because those podcasts then clip things with them on it, post it to TikTok, it gets X amount of views. And then everyone, and then what we're talking about, that conversion rate is actually higher because they're not there to watch the podcast because no one wants to watch a two hour or three hour podcast. They want to know where this person can be found out and go actually watch their content. So that seems yeah. to be like the creator uh, mindset now is just to, Put as much of your shit as possible onto this platform every single day before there's like redundancies uh, right. to try to get it as saturated as possible uh, when it comes to at least TikTok. And that's how you get like the most conversion rating. I, I think I saw, and you guys might have seen differently. I think someone said that like six TikToks a day is peak saturation on the platform um, and that you don't see any sort of like um, return. Uh, return until you're really getting that much into the algorithm. Uh, and that's a lot. Like that's six TikToks is a lot uh, when it comes to throwing that stuff up there. It's, it's almost like a full-time job in that regard um, to getting the right, you know, the right clips, getting it processed properly, getting the right and finding whatever the, the most recent. You have to, like, I have a team. Colors. They yeah. Do you one, have to have they team, do yeah. one. Yeah. And that's the same they, here. We, I think we actually have the same guy. <laughs> Yeah. So it's the same thing, but it's like, yeah, can you do that six times a day? And then that's 42, <laughs> that's 42 a week. And then that's a hundred and oh, oh God. Okay. That's, and we're going to need a new dance every month too. Yeah. So, also let me know yeah, what start. dance you want me to do. Uh, just send Getting, me that information. Yeah. The, the dancing yeah. is important. It is. Add yeah. Learn yoga. This week, I believe it's Megan. Yeah. Also learn yoga. You need to do yoga, uh, but also learn the Megan train. Oh God, now I'm blanking on the name. Whatever the Megan trailer trainer song is. Trainer. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the TikTok dance of the week. That's outside of my purview, JP. Yeah. It, I think you're a little bit deeper down that hole. Oh, I'm deep. <laughs> I uh, I'm I'm on TikTok an hour or so a day. So I I see it all. Yeah, and that's like yeah. I was when when Twitch first became a viable like thing for me uh to do as a as a living or whatever, uh, it just it gave me so much more respect for people who do videos like, like edited, YouTube. You know. you mean? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, or any, like still now, like any, any of those videos that they put like time and effort into, it's just like, I don't have that in me. Like I, I do, I do okay live, but like, man, that is, must be fucking exhausting. It's a different skill set. I don't know if it's exhausting. It's just a different skill set that, you know, you, you, work the same people that uh you say the same thing that they say about you right like most youtubers that come over to twitch and and wheat's probably seen this and working at twitch when they had this big initiative to bring youtubers over to the platform of like how the fuck do they stream for six hours like that's impossible to me i'm i'm recording for 30 minutes and i'm drained how do they do that for six hours or more right uh I, i think it's just like a learned thing you, you learn to operate in that it's 
it's really tough being 17 hanging out in a fucking you know multi-million dollar mansion in los <laughs> angeles with eight other tiktokers you know i mean like they're trying to record their dances and like bobby <laughs> gets in the shot and they have to do it all over again and god damn it bobby I mean, like what a fucking life that must it, it's yeah. tough it's the old real yeah. real rough man i agree content i houses. also wonder what the number of kids that are gonna think they're gonna be tiktok stars and then hit 22 and realize fuck what am i gonna do with my life right now because that there's a lot that, of uh, tiktok stars that are not making a goddamn sense if so. your kids uh school or amongst his friends does do, do they have like these these social um not social score because that, that too much into another territory with that but like are the status of your kids friends changed by how many tiktok followers they have because i know that to be a real thing oh, I, at least with with Aaron's kid i'm proud of my kid really? he is like yeah. social media is fucking dumb and i am okay. just like nice nice you know he he will see someone filming a tiktok in a bathroom to, and he's <laughs> like you know i can't be wise so beyond he, his years yeah he he is he's, and I think he's been homeschooled a lot as well he he was homeschooled yeah okay for yeah. like six five years six years homeschool high five <laughs> yeah um and, but i think he's he's seen streaming that. he's participated he's been a part of it sure which i think has actually like lessened his desire to get involved on his own yeah. i mean i've seen his instagram and his twitter like he just shit posts with his friends and that's it like that's it's it, yeah. it um it's how i would hope he would he would use it but yeah uh, yeah it hasn't hit him at all i'm sure it yeah. does he's always talking about like oh my god these these crypto bros in my welding class and they're all <laughs> fucking idiots and they don't know what they're talking about and like they're trying to push ethod people and i'm just like kid you're you're going places oh, god just, Keep it up. Wait, so how old? weeks ago they were like, yeah, they just dumped all their money and all their parents' money to FTX. They're going oh, places. Is man. he in high They're school and, he, and kids are talking? I haven't heard the crypto yes, talk. Dude. That's wild. And oh from high God. schoolers, I, at least. I was wow. like, tell me everything, Minnie. Like, I want to know everything. That's he's fascinating. just like, I don't. He's like, it's a bunch of rich fucking white kids from West Omaha whose parents <laughs> give them money and then they blow it all on Ethan they're like they're Jesus all idiots i'm Christ. just like man good for you kid good for you i didn't realize yeah, that crypto had, had uh, gotten into I, that level dude, of society is it a surprise like no, thinking I about just, the influencer yeah. world right now and like how many of those people are talking about well, it we, or have pushed the coin or whatever last week we I had mean, a scam from like one of the biggest yeah, youtubers one of the biggest youtubers yeah, yeah. i had to do a big public apology for it and everything yeah so yep. no, I guess it doesn't surprise me. I just didn't think about the level that that's like gotten into, right? That's normal conversation. Like there's there's kids at high school like, oh yeah, F is up two point four percent today, Bobby. <laughs> Did you sell yeah, sell sell? I, like, <laughs> well, it's it's, it's weird. <laughs> the it's gambling, I think, is what it is. It's, it's, sure, it's, it's a it's legal core. way for kids to gamble. And in my day, <laughs> we had magic cards. Yeah, that was our gambling. Yeah, there's always or Pokemon cards even after that. You know, mm -hmm. like that's true. That's true. I mean, I would maybe argue that someone being super into magic or Pokemon wouldn't 
fuck up their uh, perception of financial institutions and financial security and volatility and like moving forward in the future. Maybe, I don't know. Like there's yeah. those people that are like buying and selling Pokemon graded cards. And like, but I think that this is way more damaging than, than that stuff. I think it's just unsafe, partially because it's clear a lot of people that don't really understand. It's just because this influencer on TikTok told me we're going to the moon and I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to get on that rocket and join them. We're going to the fucking moon. Let's go. It's just oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? Sure. Sure. Uh I don't know why, but my hands are diamond too. <laughs> <laughs> That's who they're dressing up as for Halloween. It's just diamond hands, Joe. Man, it's ridiculous <laughs> shit like that. Uh I guess we could bring it back to Twitch here. It, it just like you know, trends on Twitch and, and your thoughts. You've been kind of out of the uh, out of the company now coming up on a year, you said in February. Yeah. Do you look at things like what what is your can you watch Twitch without thinking like, man, they shouldn't have announced that or they shouldn't have marketed this way or they should do this? Like, has that escaped you yet? Are you able to just enjoy it? Oh, I mean, I I'm able to just be on the sidelines and laugh alongside with everyone else. Uh, yeah. that is definitely kind of nice. I mean, yeah. what I find myself saying more times than not is like, damn, it's a good day to not be a Twitch employee. Right. <laughs> Whereas like, and I, I have to, it's really good for my sort of mental wellness. And I know like Aaron cared about her job a lot. So I sure, know yeah, that yeah. she went through a lot of the same shit. Like we talked about it before, but it, it, it like those days were, the worst of days. I mean, you just couldn't feel good about what was happening. Right. And, yeah. and a lot of, because then you have, you have to go through that emotional motion again of like, is there anything I could have done? Is there anything one I could have talked to? And the, the answer is no, but you still kind of do that. So that still took me a while. Like one thing that's really interesting is that when I talk about Twitch, I still use the word we, and it actually fucking, <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. I don't know, but it's just 10 years programmed in my brain. We, 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 um, but I think now, yeah. I mean, do I sit back and do I laugh and you know, did, did I go now I look at it from a different perspective where I'm just like, Oh, I bet you like, I'll give you a good, like the Dan blog. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 50, I was pretty blog. certain that Dan did that behind a lot of people's backs. Sure. Because that was, I that think was the that rumor there are going people around. that yep. would have you know, a hundred percent pushed back. And, and so, that's why you know, like 3am and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like looking at that and, and kind of being able to analyze like who was in that meeting, like who probably pushed that one through. There's still a lot of that that goes on, but yeah. it's not like, Oh, uh, you know. we get, we're getting F's. Are we? Is it, yeah. is, is it just on your channel again? Unfortunately, because <laughs> I think I think I think Dan had a button in his office. Yeah, kill the stream. <laughs> kill the stream. Take it down. Oh, Ch Chad is saying mini F on mine as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks like mini we're F. back. I think it was a moment. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah that that was a uh, that was an interesting like week, and I think it's still kind of going on, right? That you you mentioned the idea of like what a, a bad day is for an employee. It's the type of thing where they push something live, right? And I think it's it's unique to Twitch because if it was any other thing, you don't see those conversations happening live, right? You don't you don't get to like witness right. someone experiencing whatever was pushed 
in terms of an announcement or a product or anything like that. But on Twitch, when these employees push something, they just go to their website and look at X stream talking about it in real time and reacting to it in real time. Right. And for like mental health, that's fucking awful. Right? It's real. Like awful. It's a really bad. It's like situation. a whole nother layer of yeah. awful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and especially because, it, you know, I mentioned, I, I have a hard time not saying we, right. And so I had a lot, I had a really hard time. And this is one of the reasons why ultimately I'm like, I need to leave for my own mental health is because it, when I saw people who I respected, who I feel like I've gone out of my way and I, it's not their fault, but they would write like Twitch doesn't care about creators. Mm. Right. Like I, I had it in my brain so much that like I couldn't dissociate myself from Twitch. So when I heard Twitch doesn't care about creators, like that hit very personally. Now for a lot of the people that we've talked about who I think had no clue what Twitch was or why they were there, what they were doing, like that has zero effect on them. Cause they're not out there reading it they're, yeah, company yeah. or a community and you, and, and like that stuff's being directed towards you. Right. And that's the other thing is like, I couldn't stop some of that tagging and whatnot. That's where it really was just like, damn, I've, I've got to remove this part from my life because that's just, it's too much. Right. Well, I mean, essentially you were the, the face, both you were the face purposefully yep. and not purposefully over right. the past of 10 <laughs> right. years where, uh, yeah. it, it's easy to, when a good thing happens, people are like, yeah, that's awesome. Thanks. We eat. And you're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> like those are the good tweets when you just get random, randomly credited right. to something. Yeah. But, oh, I still get people coming in all the time. Yeah. I'll be streaming and be like, my friend was improperly banned and it was, this is not okay. And how do I do it? Or <laughs> yeah. like, my yeah. dashboard won't update. And I'm just like, Hey, you know, actually I like to have a lot of fun with them. It's, <laughs> do you just make up pages and faqs that they should go read and, and i mean <laughs> I, you to. know the people that are coming in and saying like my friend was banned and, and i'll just uh, everyone stop everyone we're <laughs> going into the systems we're going to unban did it work squid ink 47 did it you know and there's no it didn't he's still banned all nice. right well nice send an email to bob yeah yeah um, yeah, I, I I can I can commiserate because every time I miss a, a touchdown catch <laughs> or you know don't like I fumble the ball as I'm going into the end zone or something like that like I get all kinds of people and I tell them I make sure to tell them like what's what like, yeah. I, you have to now feel you. good you have to yeah. uh, I thought it'd be fun to go through this uh, so if you aren't aware Twitch does a show called Patch Notes which kind of a thing that we used to do back in the day, but it's just a different name these days. Uh, <laughs> no, it's the same. I started it, that. Show. Is it? Okay. I thought it was a rebranded yeah. version of yeah, yeah. Twitch weekly. Is that? No, it was, uh, okay. uh, it was the whole point of it was like, listen, Twitch, like, God damn it. Just be transparent again. And so it's like, yeah. well, how about we just like, here's a few breadcrumbs that will push out. So it was a, it was a combination of the product marketing team. And, and at the time TCP, which is like the Twitch community productions is, is like work together to put this out. But it was, it was just a cry for transparency. And, you know, I mean, they kind of, they kind of got there. I mean, it's something right. So, yeah. Well, let's talk about it. Cause I, it's, it's not often that we would have someone 
who was affiliated with Twitch for so long to be able to talk about the things that they have discussed on this most recent episode of Patch Notes that took place on the 17th. Also, Zeke, small bladder Zeke, if you need to use the restroom, we're not taking a break for like 30. So <laughs> go ahead. I knew that message was coming soon because we're three minutes out from now. Very considerate of you, JP. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Old man uh, bladder. Yeah. So they, they started off. Uh, I'm going from the, uh, the Twitter thread uh, that Twitch also put out along these things. Uh, they started off with guest star. Who the fuck is using guest star? I want to know. I, I do see too. The data I haven't. Behind it. I've seen like Kai Sanat like bring in a couple random fans, and that's always really iffy when you have a hundred thousand people. Because like, how do you know who you're bringing on? That's not just gonna like get you banned immediately. And I think the the toss on that is that it doesn't actually affect you. It affects whoever the person is you're pulling in on guest star. I think, but. Yeah, have you, Co or, or even Weed, have you guys seen someone that's, like, utilizing Guest Star? Because I haven't. At least in, our, in the I, circles that we run in, I have not. Outside of the beta, when, like, the beta was what came out and a few people were basically testing it, I, I, I don't know that I've seen it. Now, I, I'm pretty sure that it's kind of out there in the wild, but I... I think it's one of those things where I'm still confused about who they thought the audience for this was. I think because, they thought it was this type of stuff. But they're idiots because I know, you know, like <laughs> it, this goes all the way back to like, you know, people would be like, why did you use Skype for so long? Because there wasn't an alternative, right? Like right, we've been right, right. through all of the swamps of like trying to find that perfect way to bring people in and once you find it and once it fits into your system and once it works you don't change shit go fuck yourself you don't <laughs> leave it's like it's it's fire and forget yeah um and so you know if their audience was people that wanted to achieve that and didn't have the know-how to do it okay right but I'm not so sure that that's necessarily the case. So great that it's there, in my opinion, about five years too late. But yes, it is I a think, little bit. Late. I don't think that I don't think that regular full time streamers or or pre existing content creators are going to be you know, doing backflips to switch over to a new system when they've now spent years trying to like perfect a system because there hasn't been a technology necessarily. Right, right. Zeke, we're talking about guest star. Uh, and if, if you've oh, okay. known anyone to like utilize that, like I could see some, some fun with it. Right. But there, there is this like low layer level of anxiety of like, who is this other person and what are they <laughs> going to be like completely right, random right. entering the stream? Now, if it's like, Hey Zeke, you want to, you know, guest star on my channel? Like, fuck that. I'm just going to have them join this VMix thing. Cause I know exactly what I'm, it's exactly what you just said. Like, I know how to utilize this. In right. the ways that I want to utilize it. Um, so I don't know who that's for. And I don't know if Twitch knows who that's for because I haven't seen anyone utilizing it at all. They've And they've been pushing it really hard. I mean, it was the first thing they brought out on this patch notes thing. They pushed it really hard at TwitchCon on the like um, the opening show, right? Like yep. they guest starred in, uh, was it the Activision folks? Someone from, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Cole, you're muted from the cough. Thank you. They, they, the Overwatch guy. That was, oh, yes, the Overwatch yeah. guy. That's what it was. It wasn't Diablo. Was, was uh, that was a little tough. That was yeah. a little tough. Yeah. Is yeah. it, how was the quality on that? Like mm. on the, on the guest star thing? That would be my I only, think it's like, good. intention. Yeah. I mean, okay. 
that's the one benefit is that it's using pretty much it's my understanding it's using pretty much the same technology in which twitch is you know done it's just yeah it doesn't have to be as it doesn't have to aggregate or or, or distribute um or amplify it's right it, it just kind of is a way to two-way a signal yeah um yeah. so quality is good, good. it's yeah 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 um I mean, maybe this is going to be a slow, slow burn roll for, you know, over time, but I could see like, um, uh, music streams, you know, bringing in like an ensemble to have yeah. play like yeah. live music. And I think they're kind of pushing that as well. That would be kind of a cool thing. The unfortunate thing yeah. is you... music streams aren't necessarily giant viewership, uh, gets unless it's a rather, uh, uh, notable artist. What were we gonna say, Z? Uh, can you uh, do it without being live? I don't think so. I think you have to be okay. live on a channel to bring it in. I mean, can you okay. guest star onto my stream if you're not live, but I am live? Is that what you're saying? Does one person no, at least have to be, be live? I think you yeah. have to be live. I, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, I think so. I mean, so uh, yeah. Barring the tick. From a technical, that's why I was kind of saying, God, it, imagine if we would have gotten this, you know, five yeah, years, five ago. years ago. Yeah. It, it would have been a, a huge game changer. Yeah. Um, at this point, I think you're combating people's production processes and, and whatnot. Um, and, and I would agree. A lot of people are saying creators have been using it as a way to bring viewers in. Yes. That's what Great. I've seen as most. Right. Like that's super dangerous these days. That is <laughs> super dangerous someone in the chat asked how do you used to moderate when you took callers for lo3 we didn't we really there wasn't a good way to do it so yeah. we rolled the dice every time but we weren't living under a set of rules that was going to have us necessarily like get the axe if someone yeah. so yeah i know that's dude scary. i it i will never i'm just telling my chat right now my community that will never happen because i know <laughs> You fucking guys are degenerates out there, and within yeah. within three guest stars, You're there's banned. going to be you know some. You will be bare like, ass like we'll the moment yes. that you you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the very first person that Zeke pulls in is like, "Hey, Zeke, so pleasure to be here." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then Ze and then Zeke's channel just goes dark, and it never comes back on. Uh, That's it. Ron was saying, Twitch staffer in the chat was saying that XQC was using it to to pull on viewers and like that. That just seems. I'm already. That I'm getting anxiety by proxy. Might like, as well play Russian that. roulette. A hundred percent. That's what know? that is. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the next thing they discussed and announced uh, in his live is uh, pinned chat. A thing you can now pin a message. That's cool. Anyone been asking for pin chat? Uh, for this. Yeah, that's great. This is good. It's good. You can just slash pin and then type whatever message. Uh oh. Dog, don't. Okay, sorry. Ollie's been throwing <laughs> up, and now he's throwing up on my feet. So, oh no, he's oh. gonna continue going while he throws up. Poor guy. Uh, I, look, I I always, I just want to look. This is amazing. This is awesome. This is also another one of those. How did it take us this long? Just like yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Just and again, I don't. Hey, it's fucking great. It is good. Just. Bro, what? How did it take so long? Yeah, I I don't know like what the uh, the reasoning for that. They, I don't know if they gave one in the actual thing, but I'm curious from like a um, 
an ad point of view, it, that was great. That made it into the mic, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> just my oh, yeah. dog dry heaving. Uh, oh, I heard that shit. Yeah, yeah. I might have to take a second here and, and help him out. Um, but I'm curious from like an, uh, a, a hashtag ad part of you, like, are we going to start to see companies be like, yeah, you need to pin a message that says go check out X product or X game or whatever um, in the future? Because I can totally see them utilizing that. It's it's much better. No one reads titles, right? I guess we'll have to see if yeah. people read pinned messages. Uh, I just don't know. What else was there? It's good, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, starting in December, you'll be able to tag oh. other channels oh. and creators right in your stream titles. I really like that as someone who's been doing shows for almost seven or eight years now with multiple people on them. We can just have them in the titles and people can click on that and it goes and follows them immediately. Actually, that's great. great. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's good too. Fantastic change. Um, Zeke, you were going to say something? I, I answered my own question. I was wondering how long the pin messages can last. And you it, can change one, it. One dot says until it's manually unpinned or end of stream. Yeah. Yeah. So you uh, keep that up there the whole time. It's great. It says we've committed to improving analytics to make it easier for you to understand your performance and apply these insights to your content strategy, which includes a redesigned layout, new and improved data, and more insights and education about that. Have you Is guys this rolled out? I don't know. I, that's what I was about to ask. Have you noticed on your analytics tab if it looks different oh, or is presenting? Shit. Welcome to the. Um, it it looks di- like it looked different for me a couple of weeks ago. I'm not sure if this is yet another enhancement to it, but they did they did redo that whole section. There used to be like a a big thing that kind of unwound when you went into that section. Now it's just a few little ones, and then in those is a lot more customization. So it kind of rolled some of the other stuff together and expanded out its functionality, which is good. That's just a win for us. Yeah. Good stuff. Or a um, breakdown. Yeah. 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 Weed, I think you're looking at it in real time. What are you, or, um, what are you thinking? I, um, I don't know <laughs> that I totally agree with Co. I feel like, is there actually any new data on here? Or did um, they just I, organize it differently? I think it's more of an organization thing. Um, but they By made the way, it I just so- want to say, according to tags, Stormlight is my number one tag. That's pretty sick. I'm <laughs> super happy about that. But it, I think the viewers and under the discovery and engagement are way more important than the first things that are under analytics, which is achievements and stream summary. Like the overview is pretty much typical, although they moved a lot of the stuff from the overview to then these mm-hmm. other areas. But I don't necessarily see... Stream summary has some more locational data if you if you keep scrolling down on it as well. But I think that was in other places as well before. Yeah, the view the discovery from viewers is larger, but shouldn't that be more front, front center. And center? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how many people look at their achievements page, but just I would burn this shit off for me. Like I could just remove it; it wouldn't matter. I'd be very curious to know how many creators in general look at their analytics on a consistent basis, apart from what's happening right now, where it's like, wow, Stormlight is the number one tag. Cool. I'll look <laughs> at this in six months. <laughs> I think people probably look at their overview page. Yeah. I, I would imagine that very, very, very few people can actually analyze their data and understand what it means. Mm. Okay. Unfortunately. That, that might be a... Um... I'm, I'm trying to think of the way to ask it for you 
when it comes to creators having worked at the company for 10 years, what's the one thing that you like wanted to say that you couldn't as an employee to creators? If you can like boil that down to one or two. Well, I mean, I think the, the biggest thing is like, uh, the creator community needs to understand the, the power that they have, uh, in unity. Um, I think that it is largely, um, I wouldn't say they ignored, but I, I don't think they re like, I don't think the creators of Twitch realize how loud their voice could be if they were delivering the same message with the platforms that they have. Right. Like I, I think that if, if 500 of the top creators somehow got together and were like, here are the five issues that we would love to see, or the five features that we would love to see on, you know, uh, um, on Twitch or addressed or whatever that is. And then all spent a week going live, reviewing this document that's been created. Like if they could look at like hashtag Twitch do better that happened last year yeah, and the amount of action that eventually came out of there. And, you know, it's kind of the first time that a, the creator community had sort of spoken up so loudly that it could not be ignored. Um, so I think that is probably the thing is that if you re if there's change that you truly desire on Twitch, and I said this, I talked about this a little bit when all the, the obviously like the, uh, rev split stuff was going on, but yeah. I, I know that means that someone's got to help coordinate and that's probably in and of itself an issue, but that is probably the thing that I would say the most. Yeah. Which is, you know, <clears throat> the most impossible task. <laughs> it might be, you it, know, it I might mean, be I the actually, hardest thing to ask of creators is to get <laughs> people working together. <laughs> there was some like a, I don't know, maybe it was like a, Twitter spaces or something I was talking in and I had brought this up and Shannon was like, yeah, you should do it. And I was like, go fuck yourself, Shannon. Like, there's no fucking way that I would, I mean, yeah, I would, I, but I'm not. I I'm, think, I think the biggest problem though is that is every single one of the streamers responses that would be in a position to do anything in that. Yeah. That's the problem. So and anyone I, who but, would really want to speak for them isn't like, like it would, it would, it would, it, Every streamer, uh, especially the top end streamer, cares about their close group and their stream. And that's pretty much it. So if if anything, like the amount of work and effort yeah. it would take, and then you have to think of, I mean, there are already just so many huge egos up there. To then have them all agree on like a paper or, yeah. or, a, or a list of demands or stuff like that. Like this guy's list, Hassan's list of demands is not gonna be the same as XQC's. It's not gonna be the same as Pokemane's. It's not gonna be the same as, well, I was, yeah, you know, you just yeah. go down the list. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Asmongold has food and water. He doesn't have demands. You know, so I mean, it's just like, <laughs> you just go down the list. It's not and wrong. It's just, you know, so it, it would, it's, it's a really good idea. And, and, and that's like the big thing that always comes up, like unionize, streamers should unionize. Like, we can't unionize. Like, there's so many reasons. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. So and that's like, not what I'm suggesting. Yeah, I'm yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah. <sighs> Is it, that, but it, the nature of Twitch being a communications platform, like you understand what would happen. Let's just say there was like one or a list of five universal things that creators, could you imagine a whole day of just right throughout the day, people like, here's the document that yeah. was presented here, Twitch. This is what every viewer. And I mean, holy fuck, man. You know you what would, I could see? Yeah. 
You know what I can see? Get this. Imagine if all the big streamers, the top 500, the top 1,000 got an email. They said, we want 20 bucks a month from you. And what will that entail? That will let it. So we will get all of your, we will ask you a bunch of questions that concern you. We will get all of your feedback. We will collate it all. We will pass it out to others in the group. Like if there, if there's a, if there was a, a, some way that could support itself group of not right. even necessarily streamers, but people helping streamers coordinate within each other, not like a union yeah. style, because yeah. obviously it wouldn't have any power like union, but just a, 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 a group or person or one person that would like actually spend the time and effort to not only get everyone's opinion, but then like actually put it all where it needs to be, figure out who wants what, go back out, communicate, become a conduit for communication. The problem is I can almost guarantee you that person would never be a streamer. So that's, yeah. that's why it has to be you is what I'm saying to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I nominate myself as the uh, ambassador <clears throat> because uh, uh, technically you have to call ambassadors uh, your excellency, which... Oh. Oh. You already make your subs do that. So, I mean, True. That's part of the. I do indeed. Yeah, the fine print on there. Fine print on there. Um. Yeah, I that I think that would work, Co. Granted that there's so many other things. I I don't know. It does just seem like the impossible task. But if there was a way to do it, that or says, Twitch could get ahead of it and do it themselves. Well, <laughs> I mean, didn't, didn't, like they, didn't they kind of <laughs> try that though with like the council thing? Wasn't that somewhat? No. Okay. That's no. the council. The council is slash was not that at all. Yeah. Okay. It's completely different. Thing. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Me. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's 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 like perfect world wishful thinking, right? Uh, but it's a it's 100%. a an opinion that I've come to, especially after watching people bitch for you know the last <laughs> ten years, is that like, man, there is an, a way more powerful way to go about it. But I mean, like, keep on bitching. It's all good. Uh, you know, some I mean, of it bitching does get works seen, sometimes. But, yeah. It, it does Bitch, work sometimes, but in mass is what really makes things happen. That's basically what right, Jay was exactly. talking about. Like yeah, we just need exactly. to bitch in unison. <laughs> right, right. It, 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 All right, guys, though, it does bitch in five. To... <laughs> <laughs> and it go. Does... Hit tweet. It, to... <laughs> it needs to have a level of organization though that Twitch is going to be able to action off of. Right, like that's yep. that's the thing. Hundred percent. So, I mean, yeah. Enough people bitch every day on Twitch, on Twitter, and whatever. But it, it had to be. It had to be more organized yeah. than that. Well, I think too, uh, from the Twitch side of things, like they try to at least have these conversations almost annually at like a TwitchCon, right? When they could have these face-to-face -face conversations, and there are a lot of things behind the scenes when it comes to like you know, dude, I've been in those conversations, conversations, JP. Are they're they horseshit, right? Okay. Because the moment they put why, down though? someone in front of Emmett Shear, they're like everything's great I, oh like, okay i, I see what i you're can't saying. think of a single thing that's wrong right now like <laughs> I, I, gosh i'm really i'm trying hard I, no it's perfect what it's great it, right? is that is that add time to collect is, feedback. The, i how do i is that because of the status of emmett or the status of these people at twitch that they're fearful no, of or like what do you because it, it's partially because do you think going, do you think being at a convention where, right, you've already got your own shit going on, a convention's full of like awesome community and like dopamine hits and yeah. you feel good. Like it's not 
the greatest time or environment and to to be collecting critical feedback right that is something that should have and, it, and i'm not saying there is no process for you know feedback collection but it's probably not right. happening as much as everyone would like it to but this is one thing i found out from a lot of creators like i i've been in plenty of meetings where i i watched someone get feedback and then i i just said all right stop <laughs> these are not the things that you have told me like tell this person the same things that you have told me before and then you, you've got to work to pull that feedback out because the default's going to be like love it my community's great go bleed purple it's fucking awesome yay and it, you know and then they walk away like we're killing it guys we are <laughs> fucking killing it over here it's not, it's, not yeah, it, it's like going to a concert and asking how you like the band it's like so tell me your honest feelings about this band like no one's gonna be like i'm here because i fucking hate this place sure. you know, i hate these yeah, guys yeah. they're terrible yeah we weren't you guys all there during the bits conversations right before was bits that came bits? out and i remember yep. that was one of those times where it's like guys fucking yep. speak up right like go in there and lay into and i remember we did Bobby a couple Scar of those and i think it was bits there was there was one too where tom uh tom was there tom tom i forget whatever his title was then is is different now uh much much grander in scale tom was there and uh uh hubert was there who was no longer at the company um but i forgot yeah, what like, like the subject after. matter was about because we oh i remember the bits meeting <laughs> relatively was that at twitchcon yeah no it was at a pax event was it? Oh, well, it was a Twitch, the Twitch area. The Twitch right. booth at PAX. It wasn't yeah. TwitchCon. No, it was absolutely the PAX event back when Twitch had like a presence. Yeah. It yeah. They felt like yeah. mini TwitchCons every time you'd go. Yeah. I think it was um, like a PAX East or something. That sounds yeah. Right. yeah. No, that, that was, it was, it was really interesting because that was both one of the times I felt most listened to and least listened to by Twitch ever. Yeah. Um, it was like when I went into that bits meeting, like the whole meeting was just everyone being like, what are you thinking, dude? Like thirty percent compared to what PayPal is now. Like, yeah, what's going on? Like, like, everyone was sitting around saying that, and then sure enough, like, you know, I talked to other streamers. They're all like, "Yeah, it's exactly what we said too." Like, everyone's saying it, and like a week later, it's like, "Cool, here's bits exactly like we told you it would be," and it's just like, "Yeah, but we were." It was too late <laughs> into the process where they, yeah, were, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It was one of those things where you're not going for actual input; you're going for approval. And it's it, like, but it, it's, it's like, you're going, you're just going to like in educate and get approval, not actually to make anything change or happen. Yeah. It's unfortunate because I feel like everyone felt like they, that wasn't the purpose that they were actually coming right. to us for our, for what, for, you know, our thoughts and stuff on it. But, I, I won't yeah. say what the, um, I guess what the product is, but now, and I, I think this, I can only speak from my experience. I have no idea if this is what happens with, with other creators. Um, but they were like setting up a meeting to have a conversation about a product that's coming out. Uh, and I haven't had the meeting yet. And maybe after this, I won't, but uh, <laughs> they were like, yeah, we'd love to talk to you about this. Great. And uh, we'd love for you to like record something so that we can use that in our marketing. And I was like, I don't want to be your fucking post. I said, I don't want to be your fucking poster boy for this. If it goes bad, <laughs> like, I'm not involved in that. I don't want to be the That's person that gets blamed for Come like giving this feedback. positive feedback. Yeah. Also, tell us and record how great it is too. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like one, I understand why they're trying to do that in terms of from a marketing point of view. Like you're not going to, you're more, 
you will not listen to an employee saying, man, this product's great. You'll listen to a streamer saying, man, this product's great, right? Like I understand that, but if the product's not great, I don't want to be the face of the product. Um, and so, so hopefully would you like, like to take that. part in our, our uh, Twitch streamer scapegoating survey? <laughs> God, sorry. Oh, yeah. Man. yeah, yeah. Uh, and I said uh, as such, and they were very like, they, they didn't say like, oh, well, then we're not interested. They're like, great, we still want to talk. So that, that was cool at least, but. It's, it it's, was, I mean, the thing is, is like, I, I, it can sound nefarious, but at the same time, that could just be a dude scheduling be like, let's just save time and do these at the same time, you know, totally. like, yeah. or somebody that's actually confident in the product. Maybe they're right. like, this is really cool. He's going to love it. So, you look, know. Cole, I worked I there for it, 10 years. This is nefarious. Okay. Well, now we all know. My bad. Now we all know. <laughs> you weren't there, man. You didn't see my memes lying yeah, face I know. down in the mud. <laughs> Bill, yeah, GJ, we like grabs me by my shirt. You weren't there, man. You weren't there. <laughs> oh man. Uh, the last thing, just to wrap up the uh, the patch notes uh, episode, is they uh, they went into the uh, ads incentive program. Uh, the direct quote that they tweeted was, we're working to improve the ads and center program uh, for all of our community. There's a 43 second long clip. I don't know exactly what it says in terms of their improvements. Uh, oh, and then funny enough, here's what some streamers had to say about the ads and the program. And then it's a minute long <laughs> it's clip of, great. Of, of a bunch of creators. It's totally awesome. Wait, why yeah. is there a doing, gun up to your uh, <laughs> Doing exactly what, uh, what we just said, yeah. <laughs> um the ads are treating me well yeah they <laughs> have not hurt me <laughs> i am okay <laughs> i think out of uh the three of us i because co's contracted so he'll he'll never interface with the ads into the program zeke you have no plans to right i don't know if you've ever given i know you said you don't use it but you've never stated why or why not uh, no, I don't use it because um, I've had the same system for uh, eight years. Yeah. That I take a break every two hours and run three minutes of ads, which is more than enough to get get that bag. But yeah. it's also like they don't let me do two hours. Two hours every. I think the longest that you can go is one hour yes. uh, between ad breaks if you opt into the program. And I just, it's not worth it to me personally. Um, yeah. Speaking of like enough, like, it was a lot of money, but I do okay. Like I don't, I, I can turn it down. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd rather have, I'd rather keep it the way I have it, have it, and have, and and people know that, like you know, on the on this hour to break three minutes ads, blah, blah blah. And I haven't heard like a single complaint about my myself running ads in five years. Right, and I think that's the Dude, you do it honestly in one of the most responsible ways you can do it. Yeah, like you yeah, stop, yeah. you stop your content, so right. nonsense don't miss out on anything. You give yourself a break. You keep it on a schedule, like in a perfect world. That's Agreed. what that's I feel. The best Twitch way. would, yeah, that's the best way to do it. Until Twitch, one day, <laughs> implements a good way to pause a live stream and then you can fast forward and catch up, so that way ads can run and the viewer doesn't miss anything. Twitch. Um, then, you know, it, like, that's probably the best way you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Funny <laughs> enough, ads are about to run on my channel about 30 seconds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> best time dads on the platform. Um, yeah, I, I think that, you know, the number one thing, and we've, we've kind of talked about this, but I'm, we will get your opinion on it. Uh, sure. They're battling the idea that while Zeke 
does it correctly. And while like both me and co have utilized ads in the past and have been respectful of like, Hey, some ads are going to run. I'm going to step away. You're not going to miss anything, that type of stuff. They're also combating the idea that people sign this and then just never run ads because there's no, they don't ever think to push the button. And so they had to literally automate it because people just weren't running right. those ads whilst being a part of like a five, they five digit super button. Super incentivize it for some people. Oh yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. there, there were, there were people getting ad ad that were posting their ad yeah. incentives that were literally like sizably more than I make from subs a month. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I've talked about it on channel, uh, for this month, it was a five digit offer, which is like phenomenal. Um, and it, it was like the type of deal where it's like, well, I could double my income for this month or not double the income for the month. So I'll try to be as like respectful as I can with the ads to the viewers, but it's going to be a bad experience no matter what, because we have to have the scheduler. Um, yeah. And and I've get I've given that feedback. We had Mike on the show, Mike Minton, who's the the right. head of. Uh, I saw some of that. Yeah, monetization at Twitch. I even told him as such. Like it's dog shit that like I can't run these on my own time when I've historically never missed an ad density for almost four years now per the contract. So like, give me it's some like, set no, of things. No trust there. Yeah, okay. like give yeah. do the same thing yeah. you do with emotes. Where like I'm trusted enough to not upload a fucking toss emote. I'm trusted enough to not fuck up an ads incentive thing. Like, right. There's got to be something that you can do in those regards. Um, and, and I think that's kind of what they're working on. And I think that's maybe what they said in that patch notes is some sort of different thing uh, as opposed to the current scheduler. It's just like, we're going to force ads on you every X amount of every, within this hour, somewhere in this hour, you will see an ad is kind of how they, they operate right now with the scheduler. Um, Anyways, we're re retracing um, things we've already said. We do you have any any thoughts, any feedback, any anything like that on the ads and center program? I know that type um, of program is something you were probably interfacing with even a year ago. It's not something that they uh, just a little out. a little bit, but um, <laughs> I I think that ads is one of those things that um, is a bit like DMCA where. Yep when things were kind of going good, Twitch just sort of chose to ignore the status quo to both of those things. DMCA, you, you, everyone knows where that kind of ended up. Ads though is really interesting because JP, you'll remember this, but like back in, you know, I'm, maybe all of you will, but back in like 2010, bro, ads were like, holy shit, man, it is like, we can actually make businesses out of doing some of this stuff. It, it, yeah. there is a sign here. There is a pulse that is blipping and this is great. And, and then like, there was that period of time where the, um, the rev split was changed to a flat rate because people weren't getting enough money. Right. Yeah. And cause the ad that was so changed bad. in, right. That changed in 2012. So imagine that almost 10 years went by before anyone was like, maybe that CPM sucks ass. <laughs> and guess what? Spoiler alert, it did. The problem was, is that it benefited Twitch. And I think back in like 2014, when CPM started to, if we would have gone back to a rev split, we would see a totally different Twitch. Because I think that ads would have been a bit more favored by 
streamers because they still would have been legitimate revenue instead of six years of uh, of sort of building a habit and going like, I don't earn dick from ads. Why would I run them? Making your viewers then, like that's just not a part of streamer behavior. So it's really interesting because Twitch is trying to solve two problems. They're trying to show that ads have value and then they're trying to teach viewers like, no, it's good, right? Like, trust us for the streamers. Um, <laughs> right. So I, I think, right, this is one of those things where it could have been wildly different. And look, I, I'm i privy to that era of 2015, 2016, where there were discussions about going back to a rev split and they tested some users actually got to be back on a rev split. You don't want to know how much, like it was fucking bonkers, <laughs> the amount of money that, these creators were were making uh, yeah. with a rev split and not a flat rate and so that was always my big part is that i was always screaming like just figure out a way to go back to rev split like you know we have to do this because if streamers don't see value they don't get a return for running ads you're never gonna fucking get them to run ads so twitch is trying to as best as they can tackle both of these problems at the same time yeah and that's really tough real real tough right i mean we we've also mentioned the idea and, and honestly the fact that ads on a channel with ten thousand plus viewers twenty thousand plus whatever you can add whatever number you want there are a completely different thing compared to someone with 100 viewers or right. 50 viewers right because when you drive away 10 of those 50 viewers then you have you know a pretty large percentage of your entire viewer base leaving when you're on a 10,000, 20,000, 50, 60,000 plus stream and you're knocking away a thousand people, but you're netting 10,000 or whatever from that right. day from ads, there's a reason that a lot of those bigger streamers just run as many ads as they want. Like there was a streamer at TwitchCon who was very public asking about a 10 minute ad button. That kind of says yeah. all you need to know about how lucrative that is at the top. Uh, when you have that much viewership that they're asking Twitch for a 10 minute ad button. <laughs> yeah. That's all you got to know. It's that lucrative. Um, so we'll see. I, I don't know. I, ads aren't going anywhere, right? Like Twitch made that clear. It's it's just kind of oh, yeah. the, the nature of the platform. And the other thing too, is if you look at the average viewers, not necessarily the experience, but the average viewers on Twitch, it's not going down over the past year. And if it is, you're comparing it to like COVID it, times or end COVID times. I don't think times. it never has. I it's literally don't think in 10 years of Twitch, 11, whatever, 12, I don't think it's ever not had year over year growth. Yeah. I, I could be, there could be one year in there. There's a little, but. I think like COVID probably was a super high peak, but it hasn't oh, fallen it was a much super high that. peak. So was when Fortnite released. So was when Twitch right. plays Pokemon happened. So was when Bob Rot, right? Like there's all these milestones in Twitch's history where there's been like a, a nitro, you know, hit the nitro and the fucking car goes really fast. And yeah. then, you know, the, the, the amazing part is that for the most part, it hasn't gone up and then come down. It's like sustained those numbers. So those are great, but those are also completely unpredictable moments and you can't necessarily build really awesome projections because mm. you don't know if a Fortnite is going to, you don't know if Ninja is going to play with Drake. You don't know if there's going to be a fucking global pandemic and suddenly people are going to have to stay inside. So it, it is, it is a weird thing, but yes, you're right. It like the audience has typically just gone up. Yeah. Uh, someone in the chat 
I had this question and I'll ask it. Uh, what do you know of like Turbo and how Turbo has existed at Twitch for so long but not been marketed a single bit? Like, have you maybe bit's not the right word there? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, there's there's clearly some data probably somewhere in a document at Twitch that breaks down like how much you would likely get out of like what's the lifetime value of a viewer who has turbo versus the number of ads they would have seen otherwise my guess is is like turbo isn't exactly coming in at the top of like oh my gosh it's driving so much in fact i i would so turbo is still priced at the same price it was when it first released you know is it it is the lifetime value uh, that you would get from a single viewer over ads over a year's time, is it higher or is it lower than right? what you'd get with Turbo? My guess is that it's incredibly higher. It's, it's much higher. Yeah. Um, so, right, I, I, I don't know. It, it's always been kind of weird. I think Turbo wasn't allowed in some countries. Like, so it's always sort of been like, it's there, but just don't. Uh, you know, it's it's always felt like that like secret that. shit you can order at In and Out that's not on the menu. Right, right. <laughs> no, you get not on the like, menu. Uh, can I get two burgers, animal style, and uh, slap my sister? And they're like, okay, this guy's in the. They know. Yeah, they know. <laughs> yeah. What did you just yeah. order? Oh, just onion rings. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got this weird like cheese thing. How do I? I, I don't know. You got to know someone. That's all it is. Do you yeah. think uh, Turbo ever goes away? Wheat. Do you think it's something they just pull the ripcord on? Or, or does it stick um, around or come back? I don't think they back? pull the ripcord. I think they sunset turbo and create a new ad-free product that more uh, that that re- reflects like it, definitely higher, right? I mean, looking at subscription and the people's willingness to pay fifteen ninety nine or fourteen ninety nine right? for an ad-free Hulu, it's eight ninety nine right now, I believe. Okay, eight ninety nine. Um, so I don't think they get rid of it, but I think they reevaluate it and say, well, if we charge $12.99, we get more, you know, bang for our buck. Yeah. We're going to have outliers who are just going to watch a million ads. And but, um, so my guess is they sunset turbo. It comes back as something else, Twitch all access, whatever Twitch ad free, but it's higher. It costs more. Got it. Maybe combine it with Prime so you get all the, the Prime benefits as well. I now don't think that'll ever happen. Yeah. Is that too yeah. too much of a good product? Too much of a <laughs> too much of a well no, too much of like combining Twitch and Amazon with that one. Um yeah, I mean I don't know if we have enough time to go into like how Prime works, but let's just say that Prime is not super beneficial to uh, a subsidiary like Twitch. Because it's really, really, really hard to understand like how Twitch is contributing to the population of Prime, right? Right, like yeah, you can look at how many free things are redeemed and whatever. But did did someone from Twitch go, oh gee, I get a free sub and I get this Warframe download? Yes, I'm going to go sign up for Prime. Yeah, that like Amazon Prime. How many times that. does that happen, and can that even be right? track so and they, they've even tried to improve that um with like uh, i think they have a partnership with riot right now where it's, if you get like uh if you have amazon prime and you link your twitch account you get x amount of skins and rp right. points in both valorant and league and there's a bunch of like prime benefits but you're 
you're hundred percent right that like no one goes and looks at the benefits that they're going to get on Twitch and goes and subscribes to Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. They're like already a prime subscriber. So the big part was that did we get the prime subscriber to get their benefits from Twitch, right? Like that was a big friction point that Twitch had to, to solve, right? That, that probably is still happening every day, but yeah. I don't think people are like signing up for Amazon prime by the droves because they get a free Twitch sub or something like that. Right. It's, so Twitch will always kind of be an additive rather than a driving factor for why someone would subscribe to Prime. And and with that, Co, I have no fucking idea how any sort of revenue breakdown works for Prime across all those different companies. Because you got to think that's Prime Video, Amazon Music, Twitch, like all of those things. So, I, you know, that's that's <laughs> a spreadsheet way, way, way beyond like five levels above me. When I do was you there, think so. they'll ever do away with like prime subs? And things that was like my that? next question. Yeah, I think that I I don't think it'll happen soon because I think they know what a big hit that would be. But eventually someone is going to look at that line item and say, this is how much this is costing us to provide this benefit. Um. And and will we ever reach a point where it is strip not worth it, right? If if Twitch, like many other tech companies that are laying off or thinking about, right, where are we cutting our costs from? Well, they already know we've got infrastructure costs. You can't really cut much from there because Twitch has to stay up 99%, all that good stuff. Um, of all the places that would be like the place to cut from, that could be a pretty considerable amount of revenue that twitch is paying out as a result of this so I, I don't know i don't know what that number is but i would suspect there'll be a day co where it will right the, the the it'll shift and oh. that's like i think you're probably thinking you. like two years away yeah, yeah that's kind of I, I think it's inevitable I, i'm assuming that's probably what you're thinking too but I, th I think it's inevitable um especially with how much like we've seen twitch <clears throat> prove time and time again that they're becoming more focused on the product being the platform and not the creator. Right. Um, and yeah. I mean, that's, that's not, that's not a diss. That's just what we're being shown. That's what we're seeing. So I think, I think prime was a, was an olive branch from Amazon directly to creators. I think it, it was when, when Amazon took over, they were like, Hey, I know we're like the big corporation, but this is to show creators that we also want to make this something for you too. Here's a race essentially. Which is what Amazon Prime subs were for creators and still are yeah. to this day. They were a right. race. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's it's probably gonna get to the point. They're probably right now, well, they're probably right now thinking, how and how can we and what can we do to soften the blow? Like how what right. like I think this ad incentive program, this whole thing 100%. This is literally the groundwork yep. for getting Prime yeah. subs off the table. Yep. Um, you know, so the the one piece, <clears throat> the one like optimistic way to look at it is that we also don't know the data of like who has subbed with a prime sub and then went on to just become a regular sub. Like that could be really powerful. And if that remains really powerful, then it could be worth it to have that, you know, yearly cost because it actually is ending up generating this much more revenue because, you know. 18% of everyone that uses a Twitch Prime sub eventually converts it over to a real sub. But again, we don't know that. Um, and and so that would be another thing that if that continues to do well, maybe it'll stay on a lot longer. But if that doesn't, if that's not a thing, it might be the first thing to go. Yeah.
uh, I just want to say any content creators, any, any streamers, full-time streamers who are watching this, get your ass prudently invested. Get, make some good <laughs> investments, man. Like save the fuck up. Don't, don't, cause you have a lot of money now. doesn't mean you're gonna have a lot of money later. I'm telling you right now. If you can afford it, real estate, a, a money mount money manager and have them invest your shit prudently and wisely because this, like I've been, I've been saying, I've been thinking about it for 10 years now. Like what am I going to do when Twitch dies? Cause it's going to die someday. <laughs> and it's like, it's still around. It's a hulking behemoth right now, but you know, I'm, I'm prudently invested. I'm just saying you should be. Too. Yeah. Yeah. No point. I'm wrong. Agreed. Uh, at this now point, let me tell you about my new NFT that I just got. I'm just oh god. <laughs> Have you heard of apes? Heard of FTX? Yeah, invest <sighs> in FTX. Jesus Christ! Don't invest. Specifically well, bored can't ones. Anymore. Can't anymore. Um, what else do we got? I, I like throwing these hypothetical questions at week because they'll uh, <laughs> they'll dance with the question. Uh, what's the worst thing that? Uh, or sorry, what's the best thing that you disagreed with at Twitch over your tenure? What do you mean best thing I disagreed with? I'm not quite the, sure. The that. thing that you weren't necessarily sure was going to be a good thing, it launched and it ended up being a good thing after the fact in your eyes. Uh, like, is, is there anything that's just a glaring object or, or product that you're like, that's never going to work? It came out, it worked, and you're like, well. No. Yeah, no, I think never. I can just confidently <laughs> say no. More times than not, it's been like, this isn't going to work. And, and then, then it, it gets work. sunsetted. And then it's like, if you would have listened to us eight months ago, <laughs> maybe we wouldn't be in this situation. But um, uh, yeah, I don't. I, I you, you I had the, the idea that I just asked you, like how Vietnam was or something like you went. To I mean, just, and, and I you're was, like, uh... <laughs> I feel well, I'll give you a great example, right? Like, um, so co-streaming right now is i think we can all agree like it's it's really great for the creator it is uh, a cool way to like just have content that you can make i mean i don't know if we're talking about the game award still but right the, the yeah. jeff was one of the big adopters of co-streaming early on yep trying to convince our company that this was the right thing to do and then basically just turn around and being like fuck it we're gonna do it anyway and just to prove to them that it will like just blow shit up in the best way possible but it's little stuff like that where it's it's like why would you be so willing to take a risk like owl league but not something that could be truly transformative to this industry and so and i feel like zero, a lot of right like cost very what? little cost very little money cost compared... fucking nothing dude yeah the, the worst thing that could have happened when we first kind of did co-streaming it was during e3 of 2015 was that Nintendo, PlayStation, Microsoft, and all these other companies were like, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> right. But you know what happened? They, they, again, it was a big risk because my thesis was, or my theory was that we will do this. They will get more numbers that anyone has ever seen before. We will capture more people because the people that are going to watch Lyric were not necessarily going to tune into the, e or the Twitch E3 coverage anyway. And, and we had like the largest E3 by, 50 or 60 percent on on twitch yeah um and it still took several years before the riots started realizing like 
ah, shit, this actually is really good, right? Now you see Nintendo Direct, PlayStation uh, uh, Direct, whatever, the the showcases. You see the Game Awards. And I, I, I think that's all a byproduct of introducing co-streaming and then trying to change the status quo and convince the industry, like, listen, just because it's not the traditional approach of doing things doesn't mean it is a wrong approach. And you look at it now, and I bet every single one of these companies would say, those moment, like us being able to run a Nintendo Direct has single-handedly given us a, a, an incredible new channel for us to, to market, to reach creators, to reach their audiences, et cetera. So it, um, like a lot of my experience at Twitch was basically trying to fight with people who would tell me, no, you're wrong. Um, and then, and then it's like, ha ha, <laughs> look at co-streaming now, you dumb fucks. Like, <laughs> yeah. there you go. Yeah. And I, I, yeah. So it, I, very rarely was there something where I didn't think it was going to work. It was either like, this is going to work or this is really dumb and it's not going to work. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Co-streaming is massive look, for sure. I mean, it, for me, it's still the biggest viewership, at least on my channel annually for like the game awards or it literally anything like PC gamer had a thing Thursday, which was yeah. essentially just here are the best YouTube trailers from the past year, the event. <laughs> and I had like four times my normal viewership just watching that. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's, it's yeah. definitely changed. Uh, I think the industry at large, uh, when it, when it comes to like the live streaming of I, events and whatnot, I would say that co-streaming is a hundred percent. One of like my, proudest twitch moments for sure just yeah. like you know fuck the system let's right that we're it's kind of still the wild west like let's just do it and ask for forgiveness later and it, it was like the best risk i probably ever took at twitch yep yeah. yeah zeke you were gonna add some yeah i was gonna say uh we can you can you can you bring back hosting is that something you can do? You no, no. Most <laughs> yeah. things pretty odd. Yeah, uh, I know, but I, I, it was just, just. Or sorry, so I should so say, rating is pretty odd because. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I have to be there for a raid. Like when I host somebody, I don't feel like right. I have to really like. Rating, rating is an activity. Like you do, you do rating, and it's, it's like active, after a stream, yeah. I don't want to do any activities. I just yeah. want to like show people other people, and then when you raid. It it's hopefully like over time it'll change into just like because every time I raid somebody I'm like this I'm not like doing a thing I'm just <laughs> directing people to your channel I'm not gonna stick okay, around it, here I'll see you it's later. not a raid raid <laughs> it's me going I like this I like you as a streamer but I'm gonna go eat dinner so yeah I'm sorry if I'm not sticking around for this yeah 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 no it's a weird thing I I've started rating people after streams and it's i i don't say anything in the chat but it's definitely this awkward situation of like should i say something like i don't want to say something in the chat because i'm really hungry after eight hours of stream exactly and i gotta yeah. go uh yeah no you're you're 100 right on that zeke I, the perfect example too was uh with the riot world championships whenever that was two weeks ago or whenever three weeks and uh i wanted because that chat is you know, a million people in a Twitch chat, fucking who knows what happens in that chat. It, it's complete, absolute insanity. And so I wanted to host it. The only way I could do that is if I went live 
raided the channel and then went offline right away so yeah. that my chat could have a slower chat while watching it. So I just didn't do it. Um, so that that there needs to be some sort of uh, shift or change to like the raid stuff because I'm sure I'm not the only creator that has had that issue. But at the same time, why does Twitch care if an active or sorry, an inactive stream is watching another channel when they can just go watch it in the first place? Maybe there's no incentive for them to do that. I don't know. They have the data. I don't. You guys got any other questions for wheat? I don't think we're taking a break now. We're 40 minutes from end of show. So if we take that, it'll be a 30 minute VOD and that's just worthless. So <laughs> we, I can transition well, to something else, but uh, yeah. If only we have thing any for me is I want to hear about this, uh, this new game dev venture. Yeah. That's, this is a great point. That's, that's true. T tell sure. us about the uh, Fortis. 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 Yeah. It's Fortis. Um, how you say it in the, the meetings. Fortis. List? Fortis. Okay. Yeah. Fortis. I'll bring up the um, website. So, I mean, uh, I think when I left Twitch, um, you know, Twitch was an amazing journey, right? I, I know a lot of people, someone was like, wheat is fueled by spite. It's not the case at all, right? <laughs> I, I look back in my 10 years at Twitch. I look, I, I mean, like, yeah, i am always been one who shares my opinion, so it shouldn't be any, any, but like, I love Twitch just as much as I did when I first started there. I don't love working at Twitch, right? That's probably pretty clear to most, but I think when I look back on the time I spent at Twitch, um, right, two things kind of come to mind. First off, it was an amazing run. I got to work with a lot of really fucking great people made a lot of friendships it, you know it got to make a bunch of content it, it just i i loved every second of it um but also the other thing i learned a lot about is about community and understanding community and how communities are developed and and how you know audiences want to be talked to and and how a company needs to act in order to achieve right i, I think uh a good relationship with their with their community so after I left Twitch, I, uh, I started doing some consulting on community. I mentioned it earlier, but I really hated it. Like I hated it because you do this work for a week or two weeks and then you'd get paid for it. But then that was the end of the journey. Right. And there, it was not very fulfilling. It was just sort of like doing the work to get that money. And I always have looked for fulfilling work in, in my career. So, um, the COO of Fortis, after I left Twitch, started tuning into my streams because they were looking to hire someone for community. You know, they huh. they their their mission is uh you know to to uh, create games where you belong, right? So, uh, games that are grounded in community and that community would build and 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 uh, and be created. Um, so he just cold DM'd me one day on Twitter. And was like, hey, I've been listening to your streams about community. I'm like, oh God, and, you know, because I've kind of been, I've kind of been like devastating Twitch, you know, for a solid two weeks. And he, and he was like, I, you know, I don't know if you remember this, but back in 2012, I was, uh, you know, running this game company. We were trying to broadcast it on Twitch. It's like, oh yeah, I totally remember. Um, so anyway, we had a, a, a previous conversation. And, um, and he was like, would you be willing to just hop on a call with me and just chat about community? I'd love to tell you about what we're doing at, at Fortis, just get your thoughts and ideas. And, and, you know, so I did, and we had one meeting and then a second meeting and a third meeting. And at that point I was like, Sean, I'm pretty much at this point consulting. And he's like, well, can we, can we pay you then to keep having meetings with you? It was like, great. Yeah, let's, let's do that. So <laughs> I did a 30 day, I did a 30 day contract with them. 
And in that 30 days, I wrote maybe one of the best papers I've ever written before. It was about a 35 page paper that was about community, but specifically about how to like what the best practices for community are, who's doing things good right now, who's really fucking things up, what <laughs> the different types of communities in gaming that exist, what are the things that are stopping com community from being successful in the gaming industry? Like I I'm really, really, really proud of this paper anyway. And in, in doing that, I also met with the game directors and got to learn about every project that they were working on. And right. So I had this like 30 day, almost trial period where I was like, wow, this is a really kick-ass company, right? You have a ton of people that have been in the games industry for quite a long time. They're tired of the way things have been. And I'm sure you've heard this story before, right? Like we're sick of, of the way things are going. We want to create our own studio. Very similar thing. The biggest difference is that they all believe that community is a winning lane for a, you know, a, a development studio. Yes. Absolutely. It fucking is. It is like literally the future of all of, of, of gaming is that if you're, if you're, you know, you're going to have a higher chance of success if you are thinking about developing community. So anyway, after 30 days, Sean was like, would you like to come work for Fortis? Um, and offered me the VP position for community development. And I struggled really badly. Like I struggled because I'm like, the people here are amazing, but I'm having a hard time because this is a game development studio. That's not released a game. Yeah. Right. And so I was just like, how do I, how do I know if I'm making a good decision here. Like, sure. I, I feel good about the people. I think there's a really, really talented bunch. I, I'm excited about the projects that they're working on, but you know, that, that was like a really big thing. I couldn't get past in my head. And then I sort of realized that everything great that I've been a part of, I have been able to get in at the ground floor. And that has allowed me to probably make the most sweeping changes to establish, you know, ways of doing things, whether it's esports or whether it's Twitch or now Fortis. So I actually completely flipped 180 and said, here's an opportunity for me to come in before a game's been made to start evangelizing community to all the game directors who are putting, you know, who are working on projects to create a, a sort of a framework for how community could work to start establishing things important, like transparency and, and having a shared language and all of these things. And so I ended up joining them in July. I don't think I even announced it until like September just because I wanted to do some work and keep my head down. Yeah. But what I really think Fortis is, is, you know, a game that's or a developer that's making games that's really focused around the community that builds around games. <clears throat> so as such, you can imagine we're not going to make God or Ragnarok. That's not the type of game that we're making. We'll never make a triple A take seven years type of game. <laughs> we're going to make games that, Creators might play with viewers. We're going to make games that you might play with a group of people that right, right, that, that really build those communities. And so essentially, I've been given the keys to the community castle. And the way that the organization works is that I report into the COO, but so does the chief product officer, right? So I sit at the same table as the guy who is overseeing all of the projects, which means that community actually does have uh, a lane into development in, uh, and I think a lot of other companies don't have that lane that exists at all. Yeah. Or so, they don't have um, it yet. They're going to though. Or they don't <laughs> have it yet. Right. Because yeah. it hasn't been proven that it, it's a way to do it. Yeah. Um, and, and so, uh, you know, this, uh, I was like, you know, game development's always been something that I've dreamed about as a kid. Like, I don't think I'm going to be 
create a game, but I get to contribute to, you know, uh, the development of a game as it might pertain to how we would improve community interfacing, engagement, development, it, both in the game and out of the game, which I think is really exciting. And I know I'm talking in a lot of gen generalities and it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you're just going to have to see what happens. Um, but it's, it is really incredible to work with a bunch of leaders that believe in community as much as I do and are willing to say, you tell us you're the expert, you understand this shit. So like, let's go. Um, and I, I, so right. I, I'm really, really, really enjoying it. The work I'm doing there is super, uh, fulfilling and very challenging. And I'm learning a lot about a space that I love and enjoy. There's a little bit of seeing how the sausage gets made, but, um, you know, I, I really do feel like there's an opportunity to, to show that you can prioritize community to the fullest and that it can, uh, improve your chances for success in, in the game development world. Awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Are you finding um, yourself like, I mean, you, I I've covered, uh, game news, game, everything with you uh, on eight bits and, and I've watched you, you know, cover games for as long as I've known you, is it weird being on the other side of the, the line where like you're watching the game, I guess, helping game development ultimately. Um, I, I would say that the most interesting part for me has been experiencing how prototyping works. Um, mm. so one, let me take one step back The the other thing that Fortis is really, uh, emphasizing is something that they call, they, they call basically the design lane, which, um, you know, you think about, I'm sure that Rami has talked about just this is from an indie perspective before, but <laughs> if you think about a triple a game, um, you are like, Hey, it's October. It's, it's November, 2022. Uh, we need your team to push out a new call of duty. It needs to be done in 15 months. This is your budget to do it. That's the end of the story, right? No one's ever like given the, Hey, can we just take a break for eight months to figure <laughs> out how we can just really fucking like the next call of duty is amazing, right? They sort of tried to do this by splitting it into two different teams, alternating back and forth. But at the end of the day, there's a real lack of time being dedicated to thinking about the problems that are trying to be solved. Right. And so what does that mean? It means we get a lot of copycats. It means we get a lot of the same games. It means we get just sort of the same iteration, just maybe a new next gen. So yeah. the idea of being in the design lane is like, let's spend an enormous amount of time exploring the projects and the ideas, doing a lot of prototyping early on before we even make the decision to green light. So it means that of all of these projects that are actually, you know, in, in progress, maybe every single one of them doesn't go because that six to eight months to a year was spent thinking about you know, what kind of game are we trying to make? Why is this what is needed to make or innovate in the space, et cetera. So um, with that being said, being in the design lane, it, it takes a little bit longer, but it also means that they get to prototyping really quick. So you're playing like the, just the roughest fucking, you know, blocks and shapes and no, but it's still fascinating to see you know, to separate yourself from like playing God of War and imagine that one time it was just like 
a bunch, a bunch of, blocks. of blocks running around with no environment at Kratos all. Kratos is just a giant like, K walking around. <laughs> yes, You exactly. have to make sure those prototypes don't get out because we all saw what happened with the GTA. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's also <laughs> hilarious. But I, So I would say being a part of that process and understanding how important it is, and that for me, I think a lot about that because eventually we would like to do a lot of, uh, you know, sort of external playtesting in the exploration phase. How do we get people to give good feedback? Uh, how do you select the right people to try to get feedback, et cetera? So it, it's just really exciting to think about it, that all of that from a community perspective. And uh, so there we go. Cool. So uh, someone asked, would the prototype be same as proof on concept? So um, a lot of the prototyping would be used to say, think about, does this mechanic make sense? Is it fun? Does it work well? Does it mesh with these other, you know? So I've seen a number of prototypes, things that look like absolute garbage and things where I'm like, wow, this is just a prototype. Like this could be a, a game already. Like, it's It's wildly different depending on the project. Makes sense. Uh, have, have you guys, uh, or have you as the company talked about like how many, uh, employees it has, like how, how big is the the company at large? Is that something um, that's public? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think it's, I think it's public and if not, like, I don't, you know, um, <laughs> it's just I, the number, I, I, I guess I, I probably got a few like free passes. So, um, there's, there's everyone gets one. Uh, yeah. Right. Um, I would say there's like, um, somewhere between 150 and 200 employees. Okay. That might be like, holy ah, shit, that's way bigger. Yeah, but, but let me let me also explain. So um, uh, one of the things about Fortis is it wants to be a global remote studio, right? So no one, awesome. there, there are some offices, but in order to do that too, um, some studio acquisitions took place in countries that Fortis wants to exist. Uh, that includes uh, Romania, that includes Portugal, and that includes Brazil. Uh, three areas that actually have incredibly deep game dev, dev talent uh, a lot of passion there uh, but don't necessarily have the same opportunities that right, other countries have been given so through acquisition you can imagine a great deal of employees are actually so like we're already working on a project or maybe yeah. are like uh finishing up some projects as well so that's how it's so high uh yeah. even after say a year and what just just about a year and six months or so cool are we going to see you, uh, are you the guy that goes out on like an E3 stage? Is is that even where you guys think? Uh, you I don't know, know man. One I day? mean, who, I, I, I don't know. It, it, it could be, um, like, I don't mind being a spokesperson. I think you all know, like I'll throw myself into any job that, <laughs> because I just, that's what I like to do. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that's yet to be seen. Uh, what I, what I hope is, is that, you know, we're building also a community team and we're working with the game development team and there's some sort of like tag team thing that happens between the community lead and 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 the someone on the dev team. Um, is that going to be me? I, I don't know. Um, well, I guess we'll see. I'll, yeah. I'll let you guys know first, though. OK. All right. We'll have to give you a super secret signal that when you're standing next to Jeff Keighley, we'll know, but no one else will right. know when you drop it. Right. Yeah. Yep. Or, or a pin True. we'll get a drop frames badge or something so <clears throat> i know that that you know you you made the point to mention that there isn't anything out by the team yet or anything like that have they has fortis at all like teased any upcoming projects do you guys have any like tentative dates where we're going to hear more or all that's under wraps nope. right now all of it is under wraps right now 
Yeah. So if I were to give you five, probably not till next year. (laughs) If you what? Eight dollars. It's all eight. Eight dollars is all the rage right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know what? You know what? Ten dollars. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, You want ten dollars? And what is ten dollars? Let's go with all the games they're working on and their projected release dates. No, no, that's (laughs) not going to happen. That's not going to happen. That was a good try, though. That was a nice try. It was an attempt. Um, We know they have at least ten dollars worth of product. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, the, that's what we'll mark that off. The now we that's know. the new Great. company Perfect. evaluation. Ten dollars. We know that at least. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, uh, there's no no announcements yet, Co. Okay. Um, probably you wouldn't hear anything until next year, which is also pretty interesting because I keep on calling this like the runway phase for a lot of what we're doing. You know, like right now I'm kind of focused on recruiting and and building a team, so I've been like writing JDs and whatnot. Um, and, uh, you know, probably next year, uh, bec- and from now until then we are building the frameworks to try to make all my crazy ideas and all of the developers, crazy ideas come to life and see how it goes. Right so I, uh, and forgive, forgive me if you like already addressed this, but, uh, mm-hmm. I'm just curious, like, just like 150 employees like people are getting paid and stuff like that and there's like nothing like that's a huge like seed money thing right like did it start with like just somebody with a lot of money or just getting a lot of investors who believed in this idea or yeah so that's a good question right because how can you exist in the design lane right because that costs money to exist in the design lane and especially if you come out and are like hey guess what we decided we're not going to do this we're going to go back into the design lane for six to eight months so um when when sean calvin and steven who are the founders of fortis uh they've been a part of wb and uh uh like largely responsible for a lot of the stuff with multiverses and EA and uh, Zynga and, and a bunch of studios, oh, wow. right? Like all, all definitely uh, individuals that have kind of seen some shit, right? <laughs> um, well, they went out and they started pitching uh, in terms of this idea for this, this studio and right. This is what, how we want to differentiate ourselves and be in the design lane, focus on community, uh, you know, make sure that we're feeling very confident about the games that we're going to release and how we're going to, you know, uh, how we're going to, uh, run them, et cetera. And, uh, as you can imagine, they went to a lot of the big players already established in the game industry and they were all like, uh we're not sure about this design lane part but shit you got a lot of talent so let's let's talk and they're like nah it's a no-go if we can't do this because if we don't do this we're just going to go right back into the fucking the the tumbler that we're that we're all trying to get out of right now and so they actually didn't struggle trying to find funding but tried but struggled finding someone who shared the vision and understood what they wanted to do so um, actually, then in, in, in comes Las Vegas Sands. Everyone, you guys know what Las Vegas Sands is? Uh, no. So uh, Sands is largely responsible for uh, creating the casino resort. So they oh. built the Venetian. They've got Sands, Macau. They've got all of these resort properties that are, you know, casinos, but also. Are you talking about shops. like the Sands? The Sands owns Fortis. Yes. Now, oh, wow. I'll explain it. Yes. So 
they oh. got they got called uh by and and you know uh, sean admits like i he didn't want to take the meeting because he you know <laughs> it's just like i don't know if this makes a whole lot of sense and so they went in and basically they are focused on long-term entertainment investments right that's what their resorts are but resorts are it, there's a limited number of places you can build them you can only build so many so they actually sold their u.s properties took a lot of money and said we're going to invest this into long-term entertainment uh opportunities and they looked at web3 and were like nope not doing nope. any of that and they <laughs> but they looked at gaming and said this is a long-term, you know, entertainment opportunity, right? Like, so um, we are a subsidiary of Sands, which means that we're kind of like, we are an indie company that is super well-funded yeah. is basically what it, what it equates to. Yeah. So tell me yeah. about your hotel and the metaverse that you're building. <laughs> no, no. Okay. All right. No. All right. We're getting that out of the way. Great. Great. <laughs> Yeah, not, not, no, not, and no casino games or anything. Cause people are like, oh, so what are you going to be like? The, the community lane for slot <laughs> that, machines? We like, no. You know, is and that I'm why not, you were I'm so not, upset know. when Twitch banned gambling? We did all make sense now. <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie to you. When you, when you said, when I realized, when I connected Sands, I was just like, is this going to be like the most like, money making pay to win like gambling games no, like no not well the it, thing is it. like when you hear when you hear vegas like the first thing that comes up in your mind is gambling when people like you talk about the companies that, sure. that run vegas but like the second thing and the thing that gets glossed over is that's where entertainers go to have a consistent show all year round yeah you know a like Penn and teller celine dion like all these people like have a regular every like every night or whatever show and there's people who own that shit so like that sounds like what what this is you know yeah yeah someone said not so sure if i like the idea of casino companies making games okay we're not a casino company <laughs> we're just owned by a company that happens ah, to own some of the see... largest casino resorts in the world i can see the optics already for the company for the next <laughs> two or three years having to yeah. change those yeah, DJ's yeah. like, and my first gaming consultant I'm bringing in is a great streamer by the name of Trainwreck, and he's gonna help us. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh, uh, so it's a, it's exciting. It's something new. It's challenging. I tell you what, working with the game directors and getting to hear like some of their story. I told you guys the Sims gun gun story. Oh, yeah, I'm sure Tim. you've heard some he, great shit. He's yeah. got a million of them. Uh, there's another guy. Uh, I mean, I like all the game directors. Really fond of like Tim and and Simon. I'm sure that these are people that you will see one day on stream because they're they're cool. very very brilliant. But um, um, yeah. I mean, another cool thing is like being they. This is truly a bunch of guys and gals that want to do things a little bit differently. So one of the game directors has never made a game in his life. Has a producer who's made a game, but yeah spent years designing escape rooms and is in charge of a prize so like has a nice. very specific way of thinking and building and solving problems and awesome awesome guy like i enjoy every second i get talking to this this person well so his, so he has designed games just not video games yeah the no. sounds of it yeah right right but i mean yeah. like imagine that's a lot of trends you know, in, would it yeah, would a like, traditional company hire someone like that good point 
Yeah, untested. You know, make sure cool. that they're supported so they're not coming in and be like, how the fuck do you do this, right? But <laughs> is in charge of a layer. What's a computer? Like, what are, you know, how do you make a game work, make sense? Uh, yeah. Uh, right. Anyway. Yeah. Well, cool. I'm I'm excited cool. to hear more next year. Uh, potentially Same next year. Time. Yeah. Uh, in the closing minutes here, what, uh, what have you been playing? I, I know that's a loaded question. You play a lot of stuff, so fire away. What, what's been your fascination? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for the okay. Past my X current, amount of time. well, obviously God of war, but my yeah. current fascination, um, if anyone is, I, I love bullet hell games. I've always kind of loved really difficult bullet hell games. I feel like a, a huge sense of accomplishment, you know, when you, when you beat them going all the way back to like the Raidens and, and Ikaruga and, and, and whatnot. Radius but, um, I, one of my favorite games of the past decade is actually this super weeb game called Rabby Ribby. And it's one of the most difficult uh, platformers, uh, bullet hell platformers, also Metrovania style, in my opinion. It's uh, it is um, it is a fucking awesome game. Uh, pretty much done by a just small group of people. Yep, there it is. They're like, wait, what are you playing here? Well, I'm not surprised. The boss battles in this game are <laughs> unbelievable. So anyway, his next game came out, and this uh, this is oh. before Rabbi Ribby Two comes out. Gotcha. The next game is called uh, uh, The Last Command, and it is also a bullet hell game. Um, but the base mechanic for the game is Snake. So um, I know it, it, immediately you're like, what the fuck is that? Right. So you play right the snake and then uh right you pick up these pieces of data that are around there that is picking up and then your tail gets longer and then you shoot that data at the boss and this game is kicking my fucking ass <laughs> and it is glorious it is so 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 good and most of the games is boss battles and not like traversing the environment like you're you're seeing um but i've been playing the same bosses for you know it is the elden ring of bull elgit where it's just like <laughs> oh my god dude like but then you figure it out and something clicks in your head and it, oh man just watching this is yeah it's it's awesome so if you're into super challenging game it's actually got a pretty good story nothing that's gonna win anything amazing but <laughs> the gameplay itself is fucking phenomenal it is so much fun it's called the last command I'm glad I asked. And it's cause... great on Steam Deck. So oh, that's okay. the other oh. big thing. Yeah. I'm glad I asked because uh, between the three of us, I don't know if we would ever venture into this world <laughs> whatsoever. A game that I don't think would ever be brought up on this show if it weren't for you. So Nice. That's cool. I hope someone plays it. Yeah. And then hit me up on Twitter if you played it and you're like, yo. And if you like it, go back and play Rabby Ribby. I know it Old looks Rabbi like Rabbi. a little like one of my what mods, is this? One of my mods recognized the name, so it seems like it's got some some fans out there for sure. Yeah. Uh, um, what else? Other than that, just mostly God of War, uh, Clash Royale. Um, still on the old Clash Royale I, grind. Oh, I played what? Still on the Clash Royale grind. Still on the fucking Clash Royale grind in the. Meta you still play with uh, right Ernie? Now. Is Ern is Ernest Lee still in that? He doesn't play anymore. Okay. No, he I, he deleted that shit. Yeah. Well, he spent a lot you of know. money on it, so I'm glad. 
Yeah, yeah, he spent a lot of money on it. Like ten, tens um, of thousands. I, you know, I, I did try some grounded. <laughs> oh my I, God. I didn't have as fun single player as multiplayer. I played through Scorn. I absolutely hated that game. And then I've been going back and playing all sorts of just roguelikes on my Stream Deck. Like, it, Stream Deck is just a roguelike, just perfect, perfect, perfect yeah. machine. So, uh, but it's mostly been Last Command and God of War. Are you gearing up to pretty play much this whole month. Uh, POE in December? Also, what were your thoughts on I POE fail, like the, the past league? Where where were you in the past league? Uh, I played the shit out of it. Yeah. I did not particularly like the um, the overall mechanic. Same. Um, but, uh, you know, I, 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 I enjoyed it. I'm glad they're making the changes they're going to make to Arch Nemesis. Um, but... I don't know. I, I feel like I'm a lifer for Path of Exile. Every time I think I'm done, yeah. I, I clearly just reach a point of every league where I'm like, gentlemen, it's been great. <laughs> I'll see you I in know a when I months. need to walk away. Yeah. And now I need to walk away. And then I see you in a couple months. And then almost always just enough time has passed where I was like, man, I'm like, you need to get some of that loot, man. And That's then, where I'm at right and, now. You're 100%. Yep. I can relate to that. Without real, doubt. real quick, yeah. JP, super fast. What are what are the big things next league? That I have no idea. They have uh, December first is the big reveal. Yeah, they they, they, they they're removing Arch one... Nemesis mods. I think right. That was part of their manifesto. yeah. They are. They they did show on Path of Exile. They had a little tease. They they released the name of the yes, um, they did the league. And I forget the name uh, of it to be honest. And it's... it looks like another boss league. So I, yeah. I don't know what is it. Yeah, what is it called? It's called the the Forbidden Sanctum. There you go spooky yeah very christmas yeah. themed obviously <laughs> very seasonal uh i am kind of excited to have a christmas league to play though that's good it's, it's always great when they come like yeah. not during work yeah because last year's was delayed till january if i if yep. i remember yep. correctly uh yeah. some of the most fun i've had over the past three or four years is christmas time playing on like christmas eve or christmas day poe just grinding that out uh, and enjoying the league around that time has always been fun. Oh, oh, the last league, the big deal, JP, is that I did act one to 10 on my Steam Deck. How was that experience? That experience was fucking wild. I don't know if I need to play PoE on the go. That seems bad. That seems like I'll never stop well, playing. Well, so what it, uh, no, I, um, so first off, it made me appreciate how good I have it on like a PC client, right? Okay. Because there's All just right. like some things where I'm like, oh my God, like it is so fucking hard to do these specific things, but running act one through 10, you can kind of do it with your eyes closed. Yeah. So it was great right build, because sure. I didn't feel like I needed to dedicate myself at my PC just to make it to act. I could just like, sure. you know, I was on a trip. So I was like, yeah, whatever. And it took me a way longer than it normally does to reach act 10. And then once I hit maps, I'm on my PC, right? At that point, I wasn't really running maps on my stream deck. Or could you load but, a uh, loot filter through that? Like, uh, can you yeah. get in? I guess you just have to yeah, get because into now you can folder. do it account based. You can just do it right from account. Oh, Remember, right. You can, you like, can just load it yeah. from right. Okay. Yeah. Damn, yep. no. oh, fuck. So it, it was, I, I mean, you know what? I got to give them credit. Like I understand how people like and enjoy playing, say Diablo on, right? Like they've, they figured out a made a way to make it work. Diablo on the Switch I, is it, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. That's there's, really there's some 
things that you're kind of like, okay, this sucks, but uh, generally it's totally possible. You know, like Eris, I watch uh, uh, Avoiding the Puddle. Like I love Eris and he's, I did, had no idea that he's been playing on like a PlayStation all these times. I'm like, holy shit. But yeah, you can you can totally play through. Didn't you're he, a lot slower. But he, he had a mirror drop right on the PlayStation, and then like deleted it. Or yeah, some shit. that so. was his big clip. I think I saw that clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn, kind of ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, cool. Yeah, Poe's and uh, the reveals on the first. So the launch date is either the ninth or the sixteenth. I don't think they've said yet. Yeah, it's the ninth. I think. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Probably be playing through that uh anything uh any games you're looking forward to that haven't released yet yeah um is there even anything left this year i don't it's marvel callisto midnight suns on the second there's callisto protocol same day on the second oh, callisto yeah 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 especially callisto. after scorn. like i scorn was just fucking terrible I <laughs> we never talked everything. about it on the show because we've had so many guests we, we think next oh, week man, we might just focus on no guests uh, games only i was playing it and i was i was loving it i was like i love this environment and then like i did one like combat thing and i was like okay if it remains like this like i can i can handle this and then it didn't and it got like more like the com the combat was the combat is not pointless. fun <laughs> and it, it was terrible. so long when it, it sets you back like such a fair distance and you move so slowly it's just like went from like fun to like what are you trying to make me mad like is that are you doing this on purpose like it, yeah. you took it was all a the great reminder <laughs> jesus it was go ahead it was a great reminder that like there's going to be many times that i'm going to watch a trailer and be really excited about something and then i'm going to play it and realize that there will be times that i will watch a trailer and be really excited for something and it'll be shit <laughs> and the design and the visual design of this game are incredible, but it, it was like a giant tech demo that they slapped combat on top of and then put no story into. And I fucking hated it. And I played it all the way to the end and I hated the ending and I hated it all except for the design. <laughs> the guns are absolutely fucking stupid. Uh, the combat is terrible. And there is no story at all. So glad it's on Game Pass is what is what I'm hearing. But play it on Game Pass. Yep. <laughs> okay. All right. That, I, that's like I, I, like just playing it, I had like, at least five ideas for easy fixes. You know, it's like okay, make this faster, make this shoot better, make this like not so complicated, make the movement speed a little bit faster. Like any one of those things implemented, I probably would have kept playing it. Yeah. I'm very forgiving. Oh, you, shit so you didn't finish you quit it? mid playthrough. Yep, Got it. Okay. Five hour game, by the way, everyone. <laughs> oh no. Yikes. That's so, like 10 for Zeke though. Admittedly, right? Like you got to double I mean, it. Zeke time. Well, of course, of yeah, course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, got to factor in all my bullshitting and, you know, bad jokes and fart yeah, noises and stuff. Yeah. And that adds like that doubles the, the length of the game right there. Perfect. Five minute left question for you. Here we, you ready? Yeah. Elden Ring or God of War? Oh God, dude. <laughs> I was wondering if this was going to come up. Uh, We're not I, answering I, it for a while. 
So I uh, we'll go with what you have. You to know, say. it's such a hard, right? Like Elden Ring was this perfect, perfect, perfect uh, sort of fulfillment of challenge customization slash build and then exploration right there was nothing better than just getting on your horse and just going east and seeing what you hit into and what and and that was so I, I, no other game drew me in i think i put 135 hours into elden ring and i i probably could have kept going right um yeah uh god of war though is so fucking good and it it's just like i can't stop thinking about it and i was the same way with with elden ring so i for different reasons they are both game of the year to me i i just i i know that that's like that is the <laughs> that's bullshit, a cop out cop out, answer, that's cop out they are you know and i'd even go so far as to say horizon although unfortunately horizon and now having played god of war like definitely bumped down it is between elden ring and and god of war yeah. God of War is is it, there's there's also a charm to God of War that it and it's so self-aware without being over the top about it and I fucking love that. And if if I was going to give one example um the first time just a, a this is for the in people that have played but the first time that Atreus tries to open a chest himself. Yeah. Yeah. You remember that? Like yeah. that it that is so fucking amazing. Like the thought and the care True. and that goes to put into that and it continues to be one of the best storytelling delivery mechanics with Mimir and and the way that the companion interacts. I mean the companion's still dog shit, right? Like I don't know if my <laughs> companion ever does any damage or anything. Most of the time I feel <laughs> like they're just they're just like aggroing shit for me, but <laughs> what they add to the story and how they build the personality is so fucking amazing. So like narratively Elden Ring didn't do that for me, right? Where God of War nails it, but Elden Ring has that exploration aspect to it. That was just like every corner was like a new, like, Oh yes. What the fuck is in this cave and what's going to beat the shit out of me so I can get a sword that I'll never use. Let's go. Yeah. And that was like through and through incredible. Yeah. It'll be a tough year. <laughs> I never did use that sword. <laughs> I never did it use that be. sword either. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, uh, and funny thing is, I'm seeing people, I'm just seeing randos on Twitter going like, man, 2022 was a bad year for games. Like, and I just, I don't understand that. It wasn't, like, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I would quantify it as it wasn't, it was not a bad year for games. It was a good year for like a couple of games. Is how I would look at it. Like top five for me yeah. is very easy in terms of just games that will fulfill the top five. Stretch yeah, it okay. out to top ten. I start to have. Uh, I got to think about that more so than I have. I think in, in previous years because like February, great. This past month, great. This summer, I don't think a game came out. <laughs> oh my god, it was rough go. Right, <laughs> it was yeah. a rough go. Yeah, between between those months. Yeah. Ago. 
I played this, yeah. this summer was satisfactory for me. Like oh, I, okay. I can get lost Ooh, in nice. that game. I can't so wait for 1.0, man. Holy shit. It I can't is, wait for 1.0. I, I really want stable multiplayer to like real. I mean, I'll just want the full release, but yeah. if I even open that game, just Hours. deletes periods of my life. It's so fucking good. Yeah. It's so good. I wanted to ask when we were talking about games you were playing, we, uh, did you pick up snap marvel snap yeah that's uh, i was gonna ask that too oh yeah i got some things to say about snap um, <laughs> really I, get it going <laughs> oh i i think it's fucking terrible um and yeah? here's why so let me that's explain. the so you're the what first I person snap I've, is, I've heard say that i think Very snap is a really great way for people that are too intimidated by things like hearthstone or things like magic the gathering and need like an inter immediate step to to get in and, and as that purpose i recognize snap as a good game experience but i feel so unfulfilled when i win or lose in snap and that does not feel right huh. to me so by comparison let me explain in clash royale what they have done is they have taken the essence and the core of like starcraft 2 like a competitive rts and they have figured out how to put that same feeling of winning and losing in a three minute session. Mm -hmm. Snap has failed to do this. Snap is way more random and arbitrary. And I feel fucking emotionless winning or losing. <laughs> and I hate it because hate of the that. RNG. I, it, it no, just no because emotion. I'm like, when I like, when I fucking have a sick, arrow prediction and wipe out 20 units and push and take out a tower my fucking heart's beating in clash royale <laughs> and then i win the game and i'm like fuck yeah kid get fucked <laughs> and in snap it's like turn six at oh i have one card to play it's a six in it i'm gonna play it let's see what happens and there's been times like i won a round in snap and i'm like i don't know how i even won like it looks like we're tied but it's sitting on the okay. winner okay great so it just seems like they tried to take the same thing where it's like, can we make this perfect three minute, you know, card game that gives you the same feeling as winning in magic? The answer is no, they did not do that. Yeah. I the also think I the progression really, is really garbage too. The what is? The oh, I really like yeah, yeah. about your review of it is it's honest to the point of being the exact same thing that someone who loves the game would say. Like, I can just play a game win or lose it's just fun yeah you know it's like it doesn't really matter if i win or lose i'm just having fun and then right. some people like you are like it doesn't matter if you win or lose <laughs> i'm not having fun <laughs> yeah 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 that is a good point yeah i i, I, I figured mean, you'd I, be again i respect I, the game for what it is i like the art they're so there but it is just i i i kept going back to it too it's like ah, i just maybe need to play a little more and i'm like nah man fuck this shit it's, yeah yeah for for the reasons you uh stated that you are the first person uh I have ever seen give it uh, a a negative connotation or a negative review in that regard. Oh, I I mean I'm not surprised. I saw so many people dick riding that game and I'm just like, I don't know if you guys are all <laughs> playing the same game I am, but I like Well, some of the I I did have the question uh and and it feels like it does nothing for you one way or the other. But for me, it, it does a positive thing. Someone in, in chat asked when I was doing sponsors playing it, uh, like, would you enjoy this game as much if it had nothing to do with Marvel? And my answer was like, oh, 
Probably not. No. Like Marvel is what grabs yeah. me and what is what I'm interested in. And so that I think 100%. is probably where you're at is Marvel does nothing for you. And so you have no interest in it in that regard. A hundred percent. Like I said, it's not that I think oh, this game should be wiped off the planet. This <laughs> game will probably bring an incredible amount of new players into things like Hearthstone and to things like Magic the Gathering and to future TCGs that come out. And that's like it, the big accomplishment of Snap to me is that. Like that's fucking cool. I from can a game respect design the shit perspective, out of that. It's yeah. just not for me. Yeah, from a from a from a new player perspective, Snap is such an, a phenomenal way of like initiating someone into TCGs or, or collectible card games, and then them you know eventually someone will be like, you know what, I am gonna try Magic the Gathering. Like, let's give it a go, and and then they'll get sucked in that way. So that's awesome when a game can accomplish that. I can I can still respect the game even though I personally don't prefer to play it. But yeah. that's where I'm at. Cool. All right, let's wrap. We're a little bit over. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Co, do some shoutouts. I just saw the the Slack. Go ahead. Awesome. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, big thanks as always to JP and Zeke. It's been awesome. And DJ. Wheat, of course, is always welcome. Glad you could uh, carve out some time for us. Big good luck with the game venture. I'm sure we'll all be paying close attention. My name is Ko. Hi. Going to be playing uh, some Dark Pictures tonight, maybe some Dark Tide. Not sure, a lot of Dark tonight. Uh, we're going to be doing Miles Morales for the first time starting tomorrow morning. Yeah. And uh, we've got Evil West coming up, all sorts of stuff. So anyway, hope to see you there. Thanks as always, and have a great rest of your day. Hope you feel better. You sound a little sick. Are you losing your voice or is that yeah. another again? Sick? Yeah, I'm, I know. I'm you were just my voice over it. Again. Yeah. Jeez. So we're doing what we can. Anyway, I, I actually got a bail. So I will yeah. see y'all later. We'll see Have you, man. See you next week. Bye. Peace, dude. Nice. Uh Zeke, do some shout outs. What do you got going on? Yo, what's up, everybody? My name is Ezekiel the Third. You can find me at or slash Ezekiel underscore III on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube, and Ezekiel the Third all spelled out on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you to DJ Wheat for joining us today. Always fun to talk to you, man. And goddamn, I love when you get like snippy. It's one of my favorite things. <laughs> when you just get like, what I want, I just want to. I just want a show of you talking about things you don't like. I would watch it every fucking week. <laughs> um, not, not, not that you're not exciting talking about stuff you like but stuff you don't like that's just you know what really sweet. grinds my gears Ezekiel? exactly <laughs> <laughs> uh thank you to cohen uh jp as always for being my uh co-host on this wonderful show that we do every week uh i am actually currently playing for the first time metal gear solid 3 snake eater uh i'm playing it on the ps3 hd version and uh it's because uh i, I bought the game well i only have two of them here but i bought the game three times because uh, one looked like shit, one had the extras, and one actually was playable and looked okay. So I bought it three times, and now I'm playing it on PS3 HD, and it is a fucking hoot. And I just wanted to say that uh, I will be starting uh, re uh, excuse me continuing it on Tuesday, 10 a.m. Pacific. Uh, but I just wanted to say, J- uh, DJ Wheat, you talk about Mar- you talk about Marvel Snap the way I talk about Hideo Kojima, or used to at least. Like, why does everybody dig down on Hideo Kojima? Like, what the fuck? But now I'm like, I might get it. I might get it. Yeah, you understand it. Awesome. DJ Wheat, do some shout outs. Where can people check you out? I didn't update the card, but this seems Help, still appropriate. Help, this elderly man wandered onto the show. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Excellent. Um, literal um, years hey, ago. It was, it was great to uh, hang out with you all today. I appreciate that. Uh uh i'm very excited to be role-playing soon um 
uh, with the crew again. So uh, I'm sure you're going to talk about that or have, or I've seen ads or whatever. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, uh, I stream basically one day a week now on Fridays. It's Friday morning. Uh, so if you're a morning person, uh, come hang out. Well, I talk about things I don't like and bury shit posts in my channel. Um, other than that, uh, again, thank you so much. It, 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 it's so I've always enjoyed my time on drop frames. You guys are great to, to hang out with. I hope we can do it again. Um, but, uh, thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Fantastic. Uh, longer shout outs. Cause we launched a whole new D and D thing. Uh, this past week and go to last call for adventure com to find the first VOD. You can find the cast. You can find a link to our Patreon. You can find a link to all the audio stuff, all the video stuff. It's all under one simple link, just lastcallforadventure.com. We'll be back next week with another Dropped Frames. I don't think we're going to do a guest. I, me, Co and Zeke have about two months of games that we can probably discuss. <laughs> so we might just do At that least. next week. Yeah. Uh, and maybe go through the, uh, the Game Awards stuff as they announce their... Uh, nominations for all their game awards things so maybe we'll do that as well next uh next week next sunday 1 p.m eastern i hope you join us for that shout out to zeke co and wheat once again for joining us this week uh tomorrow we got mcu crew i think we're ranking all of the uh we're doing our re-ranking of every marvel film i think there's 30 of them now uh, to make sure that we're all set up and, and happy going into 2023 um what else do i have and then wednesday we'll do some more last call for adventure, that's at 1 p.m. Eastern. I think that's everything between now and next Sunday. If not, just follow my Twitter. I'll keep you updated. And we'll go from there. Uh, that's that. I like that image of code. If Infinity War is at number one, that list bullshit. Well, we'll see. I mean, currently right now, what is number? I got to think of this. Can I? I'm just going to do, like, this has been added to my my mind forever. <laughs> yes that has been added to my brain in my dreams forever it's, now it's great because of metal gear solid it's great it's a good one it's on my soundboard it's a fantastic moment nice. uh wow i'm already seeing issues with this uh list this list yeah you know what our number one is we what well our number three is end game so you're already upset with the list. Infinity War is two. One is No Way Home. I mean, I, No Way Home was pretty good, but I'm so, Infinity War is all the things. It is. Who decides like, that list? Is it yeah. just you guys on the show, or is it audience Perfection. or what? Um, the people on the show. We we have the audience okay. list. Audience list is uh, Infinity <laughs> War is number one. End Game is number two, and No Way Home is number three. See, so. I would probably be like. Infinity Wars number one. The last thirty minutes of Endgame is number two. But then you put the rest of Endgame basically like it's probably like ten or twelve or something. Okay. Um, and then no way, no way home. But gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Incredible Hulk for those wondering is in last place, number twenty nine. Well, it would be thirtieth with where Black. We haven't put Black Panther two in here yet. So Eternals is also second to last, third to last. I that would be my that. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the aggregate score. But it's also true for our list as well. Incredible Hulk. <laughs> Anyways, you can find all that over at uh, mcucrew.com slash rankings if you want to rank yourself or just join us on the show tomorrow. Fun little shout out. 
That's that. Wait, JP, are you done with? Are you going to keep going with One Piece? I wanted to ask you. Yeah, I'm on episode 16. I don't know if I'm going to tweet about it. I tweeted about it last night, and like three tweets were just like, well, just wait till episode 1000 when X happens. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> the fuck is wrong? Like, what are you doing? Wait, are you watching <laughs> dub or are you watching sub? You're watching subs, right? No, I'm watching dubs because I can't pay attention to a thousand episodes. I know it's heresy, but a thousand episodes of subs? Are you kidding me? That's too much. That's why I said Sorry. the intro song sucks because it sucks in dubs. It sounds like yeah, shit. It does. From the 1990s. So I also good, I, I read the subs though as well because I have subs on. And the English dub is not one-to-one. -one. Then what the fuck, dude? Because it doesn't matter. <laughs> Just switch over, watch like three episodes with the Japanese. I already like it. It's not yes. like I don't have to like the show more. I, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, fair. I'm going to, I will swap over once I get to a certain number. I don't know what that number is yet. There's a thousand episodes, Zeke, of this anime. Thousand, a thousand plus. So. Yeah. Are they all on? I'm watching on Netflix, by the way. Is every episode on Netflix? Do you know? I actually don't know that. Okay. I don't know if they are. We'll see. I'll I'll yeah. consort or I'll uh, confront the the anime group, whoever that is. I loved your initial like little tweet of it when you're like, "Well, I'm going in," and then to, like the whatever like the next fifteen tweet that was. That I want to keep shit. doing that all the way through like episode one thousand, but again, people are just fucking spoiling on main and it's like I'm yeah watching, i'm watching this sucks. show and you're just talking about episode 1000 and it's not even randoms it's like trusted mutual follows that are just like yeah here's it's, he's gonna be like that on episode 1000 so that kind of sucks yeah that does suck yeah that yeah. does suck anyway spoil it there you go yeah maybe we'll bring you back when i hit episode 1000 i figure if i do 10 Sick. episodes a day I can get to a thousand uh, in a hundred days. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see if I stick with that. That's a lot. That's like yeah. two to three hours. <laughs> Good <of one> luck. <laughs> it's like two to three hours of one piece uh, every fucking day. So we'll see. Anyways, that's it for drop frames. Thanks everyone for watching. We got Zeke uh, to talk about anime, even though he wasn't really speaking, but he was here for the conversation and that's what matters. As, yeah. I was just thinking like, Okay, that's another minute I'm not playing God of War. That's two minutes I'm not playing God of War. Are you, will you be done with it soon? How are you, what are you thinking? For I, I honestly, I doubt it. Okay, I'm not done with we'll it see. yet either. And I'm 40 hours in. Yeah, no. So, yeah. I've got, I've got a long way to go. I'm pretty sure. What, uh, DM me where you're at on Slack right now tell me the most recent thing that happened story um okay it, let's just, see just so um, i can know also Co's um, gonna um, get a um, random um, slack message and it'll be great <laughs> before jp gets spoiled now nah, zeke's not passing him. there's no way got it okay all right yeah you're not going to be done by next week. <laughs> no. Maybe, maybe no, two weeks from now. Maybe it depends. Damn. Anyways, we're out of here. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Peace. Bye-bye.